This is Mohamed Kisi, aka Tonk Paul. Remember, kickboxer, listen now to Bad Boys Podcast. And you better listen. Who, who would win between a fight, him or Vernon Wells? Ooh. Depends on what character Vernon Wells was playing. <laughs> yeah, if he's Bennett. From, Bennett, uh, he, he would win. Bennett is he is badass in Commando. Or Wes from Road Warrior. Either one. Either one of those characters would fuck him up. I mean, no offense to Mr. Poe, but um yeah, I I, I think uh Even the weird those... uh, crazy um futuristic because they're more, they got more street cred than Tongpo. Tongpo is like he, he he can win in a ring, but not in the real world. That's a tough one. Yeah, I don't know. We're having to combine universes. It makes it tough. Hey, the MCU, can MCU do it. Why, yeah. can't, why can't we? Yeah, but they do B- a shitty, BBC. do a sh- shitty job at it. So the, BBC, the BBPCU. How about that? Hey, now you're talking. See, that's that's how you change it up. Or um or or we could just sell this all together and Tommy Whistle we, beats everyone. Oh boy! <laughs> I mean, if you really want to get down oh, to it, right? Mark. Let's see. <laughs> it's I funny. thought I read something in the news about him, like he was trying to make a movie or something. He does something. have a new movie. With the guy Greg Sestero. Oh okay. Yeah, called Best Friends or some shit. It just premiered at Beyond. I don't know if it premiered, oh. but it, they showed it at Beyond because. Interesting. But I mean, I think it's safe to say, right? Tommy would beat everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. He he would he would croon them to sleep to death. <laughs> oh hi, Mock. Everybody just fall, collapse, and death. Yeah. Like even if they were talking shit to him, he'd be like, "What a funny story, Mark." You know. Or yeah. he has that part he where he calls everyone off. chicken, and he starts. You have that, Tony? What's that? This chicken? No. Okay. You remember it when he says, "Yeah, oh, so fun." Oh, but yes, you are listening to the Bad Boys podcast. <laughs> ran, ran on all things. We're like our own private MTV. Uh, what was the claymation? Uh, wrestling to the death. What was that show called? Celebrity death match. Celebrity death match. Yes. <laughs> we can. There's, uh, a, there's a question out to the listeners: What celebrities would they like to see? Be in a death match, and who do they think would win? They'll probably say Mike Lowry versus Marcus Burnett. No, that's easy. Marcus Burnett. Oh, he's used oh. to waking up with Power Rangers stuck up his ass. Oh, come on, man. Well, Mike Lowry's got to sleep with a bunch of women. He can't. He can't. He can't. He's got to remember all that, man. Exactly. He's, he's soft. He's, he's always tired. He's soft. Oh, is that it? But my, but my man Marcus, he, he says he's lighter on his feet when he gets them in his morning. He we don't remember. Remember, he didn't get some, so. <laughs> He might be a little agitated, so he, he might, might be. Little, he might be a little slow. Yeah, Mike's always tired from banging on him broad. So you know, the baby walking out with her titties hanging out. She was naked. <laughs> so you know, but MCP, what does he do? What can he do? Just turn off I, our lights. I, I just program. I just broadcast it on YouTube. Oh, there you go. Beautiful. Controls the matrix. That's it. Let's throw that question out there. Who y'all got, Mike Lowry? Versus Marcus Burnett. Let us know. Well, today's episode 425. Let us know episode 426. Where we are about to randomly rant on all things movies, as we always do here on the Bad Boys Podcast. I am your host, hopefully the victorious, Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. 
Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. That's right, that's right. What's going on, fellas? It feels like we haven't talked in, like, ages. What's going on? Well, it's been uh, nine days. Is that seven, eight, nine, ten days? Yeah. That's a long time to be away from from each other. Wouldn't you agree? Brothers from another mother. (laughs) Sure, significant others don't mind us being apart. Or, you know, maybe having a Sunday together again. Speaking of which, didn't you say uh, when there's some news about a significant other? Yes, as we recorded right now, it's my wife's birthday. Yeah, she was, she was off today. She's got a day spa date. Her and her mom. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, the massage, facial, lunch, just relax. Then uh, place going furniture shopping. So we got a new sofa. Oh, cool. For the living room. Yeah, what we have now just cool. just some comfortable smalls ripping apart. It's fucking, it's out of here. I think we'll. Main reason we got it because they had a bed, but other than that, oh, it's, pull it's out, yeah, yeah. pullouts are nice. They're yeah, convenient. Absolutely, yeah. And your girl stuff on it one time you guys came down. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. So it's it serves its purpose, but uh, this couch we we got on, we sat on it. It's comfy. It's like if you sit on it, you're comfy. You slouch on it, you're comfy. You slouch even further, you're still on it. You know what I mean? It's not like where you you're slouching and you're falling off. Maybe different for you, Harley, because you got long ass fucking legs. Yeah, you know me. So. So, I mean, like with your couch, how did you determine your couch, Harley? You mean the couches we have here at this house? Yeah. Uh-huh. We've inherited them. Gotcha. So the, the, we actually, we, <laughs> we, we ended up just buying a couch from Chris's old boss. So her old boss, he bought a house and the mm-hmm. house was fully furnished. Ah. So they went, went to just sell all the old furniture. Which, ironically, the furniture that they sold is nicer than the furniture that they brought. But <laughs> they have they have two infant children, so they were probably smart to say, hey, let's keep the shitty furniture so they destroy that, and we can sell the nice furniture. So um, we actually ended up now with four full-size couches. Damn. Yeah, we have two downstairs and two upstairs. Damn. Yeah, because we're not nice. getting rid of them. We just keep adding to the collection. So yeah. one of them, Chris really bought. Comfortable. Uh, yeah, they're all very reasonable. Some are a little more comfortable than others. There's a pullout couch that uh, our old pal Clancy gave us, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's kind of firm, so it's you know it's comfortable to sit, but it's not super comfortable to lounge in. There's no throw pillows or anything like that. Um, but all the other pillows have like throw pillows are very comfortable to lounge on um there's one red couch the one that chris bought when she was when she got divorced from her previous husband um it's kind of a cheap ikea and so the cushions are kind of blown out um but you know it's it's comfortable just to lounge on you know yeah so, i know yeah, but yeah we got we got tons like of couches real, yeah i expect the real long the length you know the length to be long like long inch wide so we can sit and slouch and slouch and still be on the couch. You know what I mean? We feel like you're falling off. The yeah. one we have now, the back pillows kind of take up a lot of space and you can't, I don't know, I just feel like you're falling off the couch every time. I just, just get really annoyed. When we sat on the couch again today, we're like, yeah, this is nice. Um, now, can, can you do CrossFit on the new couch? Because I think that's kind of, uh, well, for Tony, somebody like... We'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to put it to the test. So, for sure. Tony, when you got your couch, how did... Uh, it's the only criteria, I, man. What's that? It's, only, it's the only criteria that matters. Right, exactly. Tony, have have you? Uh, I want to get a little, uh, little spoiler. 
I want like, a spoiler for for your weekend. Have you been able to get your body fat up a few points in the last couple of weeks? <laughs> yeah, I definitely have. Okay, awesome. Because the That's I don't I, I don't know if the the Holocaust survivor is is the way to go for long term longevity. <laughs> <laughs> like you won the competition and then you, you're going you're getting some fat back. Is that what you're asking? I did that yeah, like the, yeah. the weekend that I won it. What's that? Oh, really? Yeah, I, went, I didn't tell you guys. I went out to a bar and just like smashed a couple pizzas and a couple burgers. And just like that, you got your body fat percentages up. I didn't. I haven't retested it because that's. Oh, that's, yeah. It's, it's a. I think you have to. You pay pay every time you go to test it. But oh. from my scale at home, yeah, my body fat went up. Oh. I'm probably at ten percent, eleven percent. Probably all oh, the way back up to twelve. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> I, I don't good, know though? how feel, accurate my. Messy? I don't know how accurate my scale is, but. Hey, he's good up to so chow down on some pie and then some and some beer. I think he's all right. Doing all right. I'm all proud of myself. I just started uh, finally uh, deadlifting my own body weight. Oh uh, shit! I was oh, like, shit. that was like, hey, keep my form. Cool. And uh, using that as a sort of the the benchmark. So, cool. Spoiler alert! I, I you know, because I go to the I gym, I go by myself. There's nobody around. I don't have any fucking spotters. So any kind of the big compound lifts, I always err on the side of caution. You know. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, look at you, fucking overstepping, telling, trying to brag. <laughs> I, I ain't even trying to front. Uh, you know what's Tony, you know Tony's on a whole new level compared to me. Uh-uh. You know, you know what's kind of funny. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to spoil it. In fact, I won't. I'll save it for my weekends. But right, on Saturday, um, or or Friday night, sorry, we had a competition at a at our CrossFit gym, uh-huh. and it was deadless. So. Well, I'll let I'm you curious. know what I got. I'll yeah, let you know I'm what curious. I got. Oh, You're probably doing good. twice your body weight. <laughs> I know when he weighs fifty pounds, it's it's, it's, it's easy, right? Well, when you do so, when you do um, uh, competition or when you're kind of doing max, is it literally just what you can do one lift? Yeah, that's yeah, one that's rep spoiler. max. Yeah, that's just that's one the definition rep. of a yeah. PR. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never done anything that I could only do one rep. Yeah, because at that point, it's like you're. I'm gonna fucking blow my back out or something. I'd be afraid. But right. Anyways. I mean, you shouldn't be trying to outdo your weakest muscle, you know, your weakest link. Well, so. yeah. Well, and then how do you, how, can you spot somebody doing a deadlift? No. Or do you just, yeah, you just don't. No, you stay the fuck out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you just dump that weight. If you don't think you can handle it, dump it. Yeah. Damn. And then because I'm so tall, my my deadlift is like Ooh, a squat slash that's a good deadlift. Point. My legs are Which so bad. Uh, I'm trying to picture the deadlift. Which one's that one? Tony, you probably so, a better job at describing it. The bar the, the bar stop starts on the ground. It's right. one of the only major lifts that starts on the ground. You lift it up and you stand up with it. Uh, and you, you just, just lift it to your legs. It's hanging. It's hanging from your arms when you stand up with it. Yeah. Does that make oh, okay. sense? So it's, it's it, doesn't over, it doesn't go over. It doesn't your head. go over your head. No, no that's it's... a clean and jerk. That's oh, a gotcha. That's yeah, another yeah, one. Deadlift. That, yeah, I... your arms are straight down in front of you while you pick the bar off the ground, and your arms stay down in front of you. 
the, your arms okay. don't lift. So like, so like bend down to lift up your couch and pick it up like you're going to carry it. Like when Arnold lifts up a car. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's exactly. He deadlifts the thing. Which was it so, in Twins when he lifts up the back of the car? Uh, yeah. What was that? Yeah, like, I feel like he's done it in a couple movies. But... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, take your pick. Is is every single time he does it? Is it to turn off the alarm? That see, that's the one I was thinking of. Which one is that one? Which that's that twins. That twins. That's twins. Yeah, because um, little guy is trying to steal the car. Little guy, hey, no, Devito. You know, show some respect, no, I, to MCP. Would you consider the deadlift when he rips the chair out of the little? Alpha Romeo in Commando and throws it. That's kind of a deadlift. I mean, he's yeah, having yeah, to bend over sure. pretty far and rip that could fucking he, chair. Could he, could he deadlift Danny DeVito? He oh, could, I'm sure. He could curl oh, Danny uh, DeVito. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he could. <laughs> he could probably, yeah. He could cur- arm curl to Danny DeVito. Because here's the thing. When Arnold was in his heyday in like the late 70s, he was the real deal. Like he won Mr. Olympiad. He was huge presses. Like he was the real deal bodybuilder. I think a lot of people sort of forget that because, you know, because of movies like Terminator and stuff like that. And he just was ripped. And we have lots of movie stars now. They get ripped for, you know, they just fucking dehydrate themselves and et cetera, et cetera. It's not health. It's not real strength. I mean, obviously, Hugh Jackman got ripped for Wolverine, and I'm sure he could out bench press both me and Tony combined. But it's different than what Arnold was doing in the late, mid and late 70s. Like he was bona fide badass. So, anyways, yeah. Alfonso, did you say you watched an extra this week? <laughs> Look at that segue. We have sound effect, Tony, for a segue. Segways make noises when they drive away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good one. Let's see. Yeah, um, part of Amy's like you know I guess birthday celebration was. Uh, oh, you got some. What the fuck? That's oh, that that? Segway sound. Sound segway of a sound. Segway, a little electric motor. No. Oh. You just yeah, it's it's you... one of the stand the. the not the mall cop ones. It's the little ones with just your feet. <laughs> Google, uh, just Google the sound of a Tesla accelerator. <laughs> right, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, have that handy. So I got to make sure I click on the right one because there's a bunch of A stars. Oh, Fonzo? His icon went dark on my screen. Did my, did my internet just die? Is it because I clicked on this link? Yep, it's because I clicked on my link. Close that shit. Oh, man. Task manager. Shit. Oh, I don't want to kill it. I don't want to kill it. Let's see which one. That one. And they're all dead. And I lost everything. Ah, Restart. Let's restore everything. See how well this comes back. And I'm a big guy. You know, 
I've been following her since Twitter. Just so dance. how long have you been talking? Uh, like a minute? 30, 30 seconds? Yeah, I cut out before it even started. Oh, you cut out? Oh. Yeah, so meaning oh, I, was, I, I was talking about the old remakes. The I old couldn't ones. hear you like when it started. Like the last thing I heard was there's a lot of A Star is Born on, on IMDb. Oh, is yeah, it so is it not being beginning. recorded or it, it, it didn't get recorded cuz I fell off the call. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Right. Baby is born. A star is born again. Okay. So we're good now? Yep, go for it. Okay. All right. So yeah, so this one stars Bradley Cooper who helped write it and it stars he's he stars in as well with Lady Gaga, Sam Elliott and some other um the cool little cameos that show up in the movie. Oh shit! And um, I didn't. Uh, but, I, didn't I didn't realize he was director and writer and starred in it. Oh, that makes that's me. Cool. That's funny because the guy next to me, this old man next to me, at the very end when the credits shows up, says directed by Bradley Cooper. He goes, "Oh, it's directed by him too." Mm, <laughs> so yeah. I, I guess a lot of people I, didn't. Yeah, and it's actually Kermit the Frog that was sitting next to me. I, I <laughs> we directed it too. Um, I will say it? this: you said he co-wrote it. I don't know how much writing he had to do, being the movie has been written ten exactly. times before. Well, it says screenplay by the group, and this is seven more credits. So, yeah. Oh, also, there you go. Well, here, yeah, it, what's funny is you go on IMDb, and it says 1976 screenplay by, like, three people. And, okay. then, uh, and then, yeah, and then there's a bunch of other names, too. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, we got um, Bradley Cooper. Just, uh, what if you'd say? I guess I'd say country star. You know, he's fighting some demons. And uh, not beating some demons, fighting some them? demons. Mm. Alcohol problems, you know, very always, always oh. drunk. So not Constantine. No, <laughs> not Constantine. No, um, would be cool if he had to find some demons. But he's finding a different type of demons. He's drinking, Internal. takes pills, snorts some coke. He's got a lot of problems, right? Uh, stumbles into I like drag- him already. <laughs> stumbles into a drag bar, and Lady Gaga's performing, and automatically he's just like blown away. He's like, whoa! They start, they start talking, so. Uh, he's trying to invite her to uh, to one of his shows, and um, he was just like blown away by uh, her, her voice. And again, we all know she can we can she can sing, right? So when when she sings, it's 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 phenomenal, right? Brother Cooper, I was curious to see how he would direct, and I think he nailed it. I think he did a great job, especially like, like the very beginning. He's he's on stage about to perform. The way it's shot, it's a little shaky at the beginning because I look I look over at Amy, and she's kind of like yeah. To me, I didn't have a problem with it. Um, but if it was gonna be like the like that the whole movie, that was like, okay, this would be a problem. But it was just like him the cameras were just moving around on stage, behind the stage, just showing like the, the audience. Um it was just really well shot. And then throughout the whole movie, I think he did a good job um directing. So we'll get that out of the way. Um Cooper, yeah, he was doing like a uh, like a Sam Elliott impersonation because it's funny because Sam Elliott plays his brother, and then so there's one part when the, then the truck talking to each other, I'm like, ah, that's where he that's where it is. It's like uh He's doing a Sam Elliott impersonation because they're both, hmm. they're, you know, we all know Sam Elliott, you know, the way he talks. Yeah, yeah super deep voice. Yeah, he was doing his talk and he was kind of talking like him, you know. It reminded me of like Val Kilmer's Jim Morrison where he was, you remember how in the movie he was constantly drunk? He was always drunk, you know. And I know Harley always has a problem with actors playing drunk and he says it's super easy, right? Yeah, well, so, I, I'm, yeah, it, it's, you, it's, it's arrogance slash naivete but it's it i feel like like playing drunk can't be that hard for a talented actor all right next like episode, a, next next episode record i want you to act drunk the entire time and see if you can do it 
Okay. You, tell me how easy it is. Am I going to get paid a million dollars? Sure. If you can do it. All right. I'll pay you. I'll, 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 I'll make, I'll make payment. <laughs> make pay payment. If you can do it. <laughs> oh, shit. Because you think it's that easy, huh? Well, for a talented actor like Bradley Cooper, I can't imagine it being that hard. Yeah. Like, well, that's the thing. He makes it look easy when God is acting. She makes it look like it's it's difficult because that that is. Uh, if you ask my buddy Jeff, he's like he thought she was great and she's going to get nominated for Academy Award, and she might well get nominated. But when she went, I doubt it because there's some parts where she was acting. It pains me to say because I like Gaga. So for me to say it, that she's not a good actress, I'm like, Ugh, I'm going to say it. You know, especially in this movie, there's just certain things when she's talking, pretty cringe, and you're just like, ah, which. Uh, maybe a different, or maybe a more seasoned director would be like, "Oh, you know what? Can we try that again? Can we try that again? Can we let me shoot it from another angle? Maybe mm-hmm. this. You know what I mean? I don't know." So that aside, you know, like I said, when she sings, it's perfect, right? The chemistry. I bought the chemistry. Amy had a hard time with it, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, she she had a lot of problems with it. She really didn't like it. You know, people are saying it's great. You know, I thought it was good. Amy thought it was okay. So she wanted a, like a good cry. She heard it was great. Um, you know, she said people crying throughout the movie. She didn't get that. Um, and I said, I, you know, I had some enjoyment. The songs are really good. There's some original songs in the movie, which is cool. But then when you go into the tropes of like, she's becoming famous, you know, then they're having problems in their relationship. And, you know, it, you've seen it all before. But um, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, did she uh, she write original music for the uh, for the soundtrack? I think so, yeah. Especially like when she's became like a pop star. Like when 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 uh, Riley met her, like she had like a an original song. He wants her to stay true to her character, but when she starts to get famous, they're, she, she's they're adding dances to her. They're wanting her to change her color of her hair. She doesn't want to do that. But it's like, well, what are you doing? It causes a little friction between the two. I tell you what, it's smart from the production standpoint because you can basically double dip if you have Lady Gaga who stars in it. She's she she writes some original music for the movie all those die hard lady gaga fans they're gonna buy that music up on itunes too oh yeah oh yeah i'm sure the soundtrack yeah i'm sure the soundtrack's pretty huge seller oh of course yeah so um yeah financially yeah it's been doing pretty well i think too so that's cool uh, yeah um yeah so people are saying it's great it's you know it's good i mean like i said i was i was entertained you know um there's just some things like I said, a seasoned director could have could have caught with her. You know what I mean? I mean, she's trying. There's some parts where she really shines. You know, there's some parts when they're together. It's really it's really cute and endearing. Um, but other times when uh, there's just one scene when she comes in, her dad is played by Andrew Dice Clay, which is awesome. Um, yeah. He's like a like a limo driver. He has a good business, and all his other old friends are hanging out like in the in the um, like dining room area, watching TV, hanging out, talking, talking shit. And she comes in, she's like, "What's going on? Look at this mess. I got to clean up." And she's just going around the kitchen, like almost lost. Like she's like, I guess she's been too famous now. She doesn't remember what a regular kitchen looks like and how to clean up. She must have a thousand people helping her out doing shit. You know, it's just it was just really weird. I don't know. Um, uh, me and Amy talked about it. We just kind of had a laugh about it. Um, but other than that, except when she has time to sing, and uh, and it, it, even Bradley Cooper singing, he's singing on there, and he was amazed. I guess Willie Nelson's son helped them out. Oh well. um, yeah, he's playing guitar and he's singing and it's just uh, it, it, it's not like I said it's nothing new, especially being the fourth time it's remade. 
So I think it, it's smart by Bradley Cooper playing it safe, you know, you know, material that people enjoy and it's amazing. I guess maybe it was like, you know, sometimes in a movie you get like a new singer, up and coming singer that no one's heard of yet. And like they make their debut in a movie, right? And they sing and then they become almost like famous after the movie, become like a musical artist or just barely coming up, but not having someone established as, like, as Gaga. Because I'm, I'm wondering if it was the same with Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand, right? They're already well established, and you go, "Hey, we got to get those two artists and put them in a movie, right?" Um, so in this case, you got one singer and the other one an actor. So I don't know. It's good. Well, and both are highly established in their in their respective their fields. fields. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, yeah, not, not you know not, not that much problems. I mean, I could even delve, I could delve more into it more deeply if we had both, we all seen it. But I'm just gonna give it a dollar. I don't know. I'd people buy that for a dollar. Some people are going to go over it. Um, but um, yeah. <laughs> fuck the guy. <laughs> You're a regular comedian over here. Um, what else? Um, yeah. Did you see anything earlier? I did. Speaking of comedians, I finally got a chance to sit down and watch Deadpool Deuce. Uh, me and Chris watched it. She was actually pretty excited to watch it. She she enjoyed the first one. Okay. I enjoyed the first one. Um, I don't think I love the first one as much as a lot of people did. You know, I mean, some of it's superhero fatigue. Some of it is it's literally kind of a cut and paste superhero movie with the self referential jokes and the rated R humor. So it it, it didn't feel that original to me. And so I was actually, to be honest with you, a little nervous about going into the second one. Um, I didn't watch any of the trailers, so I had no idea. Um, I had no idea. Uh, I was like, oh, that's right. Josh Brolin's in this one as we're starting to watch it. And then I'm like, uh, yeah, when's he going to come? Because I feel like it's like 40 Ew. minutes in the movie and he's he's not in it yet. So, um and then, uh, and then I had no idea if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Uh, I couldn't even remember if uh, if the Vanessa character was still alive when she pops up. I thought, wait, I thought she dies in the first one. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I've seen the first one, I think, basically twice all the way through. So it, it it's slightly un slightly forgettable to be honest. Anyways, uh, I had a blast with this. Um, I had way more fun than I thought I would. Um, I think some of it is because it doesn't have the uh, the origin story. And we've seen the origin story done so many times. It really consumes a lot of the first movie. And this one, we just start right off, right? I mean, we just start with the character. It tells you right up front what we kind of have to do with the, uh, with the hot hands kid, um, which, of course, we all recognize him from... Um, hunt for the wilder people, and uh, and then of course I'm listening to him. I'm like, wait, that's that New Zealand kid. I know this guy. So, <laughs> uh, so that was kind of funny. Uh, me and Chris oh, you were always... close with his with his comic name. You call him Hot Hands. His name's Fire Fire Fist. Yeah, I saw that as a pulling <laughs> up IMDb. And then uh, I just liked what they did. A lot of the uh, the a lot of the jokes work. A lot of the jokes don't. Um. But you know what? You know what this one felt like? It was, I felt like all the little Easter eggs, right? And there's a million of them. 
And, um, you know, Chris got probably quite a few of them and I got, you know, a little bit more. Um, but I actually was like, I was like, you know what? I want to watch this again just to see more of the little, those, those little Easter eggs. They're, they're subtle enough where they're not like force fed, you know? Um, and so, and then they kind of, um, I like how they how they addressed or how they did away with the the whole problem with sequelitis in superhero movies is they just add more superheroes, right? Well, I like what Deadpool two does with the adding more superheroes. <laughs> they, they just said fucking you know, I don't want to spoil the movie. Um but I like their approach with how they did that. I, I thought that was I thought that was smart. They're constantly recognizing all the the tropes. I mean, I you know, there's there's thirty MCU movies or whatever. It, it's like there's nothing you can do that's original. I feel like um, maybe the budget was padded a little bit more, and I think it was a little better in this the second one than the first one. I know you had just complained about the the car chasing trope with like the black limousine and um and this one we kind of got that fast and the furious where they're like fighting on the big bus kind of thing um but i had a blast watching it i i felt like the special effects were up to par with all the the modern comic book movies um i the i it's not a perfect film um they have a conflict where the cable character is largely a serious character. And then he has to kind of be funny occasionally. And sometimes it it falls flat. I think more often than not. Um, I like Josh Brolin as a character. um, And I really am intrigued by the actual character. The time traveling aspect I thought was really cool. Um, you know, they don't go into detail of his backstory or the mech aspect. Um, but for some reason, that really interests me. That entertained me. I was like, oh, man, that's cool when he's doing all the, like, modifications to the guns and shit. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. And, you know, he's got the big arm. And the, and I don't know. I just all that part of it just worked for me. Um, I liked the uh, Domino character. I like how her, you know sort of superheroes just fucking luck i like how the direction worked out with that um you know i love the constant referential to the who the director is and uh i just had a really good time with the movie um i would easily watch this one again um we actually ended up watching it uh, in the little tv in the bedroom the problem is is i won't let mazzy watch this Right. And so it's hard to watch a movie upstairs on the projector without Mazzy being a part of it. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I would absolutely watch this one again. Um, and, uh, uh, I'm trying to think if I had anything else to say. Um, yeah, there's, there's a ton of, there's a ton to like in this one. And, um, uh, like I said, I think some of it was I, I was kind of let down by the first one, um, but right from the beginning, I I enjoyed this one. I thought um, I'll I'll, I'll reference the one um, 
uh, I think it was, yeah, it's when he's fighting like the, the Japanese in the pool where the camera is on this like rotational thing. It just keeps rotating around the fighting. And I thought that was really cool, fun to watch cinematography. You know, it's like a three minute action scene, but, um, I thought that was really neat. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, they did, they did a good job of not relying on the gun Kana that became so popular in the John wick that the David Leach, if that's the correct pronunciation was, um, had such a part of, so we get some of that in this, but it's not, it's not too much. It doesn't take away from Deadpool. Um, the fact he uses the swords and guns, I think is, is, um, uh, works. And, um, and of course, obviously, uh, Ryan Reynolds, you know, he's having a blast with the, with the character. Um, and you were, so, you were annoyed by the kid? That was a big problem that a lot of people had. With this I did not like the kid. I yeah. will say I was, I think part of it was his performance. Um, he's annoying at the beginning. And then when, spoiler alert, he kind of becomes. <laughs> I never felt any kind of threat. And so um, I'm. And then I, you know, did some reading a little bit. The Eddie Mars Marson character. I always thought it was Marston, but it's Marsan. There's no T. The headmaster. He is actually another comic book character. Um, and so that was sort of a little, um, a little uh, nod. Cameo in this one too. Yeah, there's a ton of cameos. I mean, but the best one behind the door is the best. The best behind the door. Oh, the. Oh, all right. Spoil it. Spoil yeah, it for spoil everybody. It. Oh, yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's uh I like the, uh, the cameo better. Me and Chris are fucking laughing our ass off when he's talking. Oh. Tony, have you seen the movie yet? Yeah, I feel like you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, you know the character. You know what we're talking about? Uh, the two uh, rednecks that are talking about toilet paper. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, I loved that scene. It was so fucking hilarious. I don't know why. Me and Chris were just fucking bawling. I couldn't even tell that it was. Spoiler alert. So, I saw the other big. You can't spoil it and then say spoiler alert afterwards. It doesn't work that way. Well, Tony can fix it in post, right? (laughs) Oh yeah, okay. I'll make more work for it, Tony. Yeah, sure. I feel like the other one. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you could spoil uh, cameos, you know. No, you can't. That's the best part when you're watching it for the first time you get you see it. Well, but nobody's gonna recognize who's so it's so it's so subtle. He's got a bunch of makeup on, you'd never know it. What about Brad Pitt's cameo? I didn't say that. I didn't Brad Pitt's in the movie? I didn't know. Yeah, you did. Shut up. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah, I, I would say the biggest issue with the film is is the kid. Right um Yeah. I I can see why people were annoyed by that. Sure. He he's not a he, he's not a threat, um, and then he's annoying at the beginning. So um, yeah, but uh, you, you know, you I'd give it a high dollar for sure. I'd for buy the that for a dollar. Potential future Slater. I I had a blast with it. I I had way more fun with it than I did the first one. I'd absolutely watch this one over the first one every time. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
I don't know if I watched this last week or the week before, but did I talk about Return of the Living Dead too? Mm, I don't believe so. No, I don't think so. Is that the All one right. where uh, they're in the cemetery? Well, that's the that's the first one. Oh. Yeah, but the second one's not too far off. I'll just review real quick. It won't take too long. Just curious kids unearthed the barrels that previously helped revive the dead, which proves the second time's an undead charm. I pretty much copied the first one. Where, uh, I don't know if you guys remember the first one with got the canisters. Um, they, mm-hmm. the, the, the shit in the air, right? And it starts raining. Yeah. All in the cemetery, right? So now they got all these canisters. The army's driving away with them. For some reason, they think one belt strap is going to hold it down. Uh, one of the army guys, truck drivers, uh, it's a battle chestnut. Exactly. <laughs> and they're so vague. It's so specific to rent on the barrels. Like if, if this shit breaks or anything happens, call the army, call this number. It's so funny. It's like, like so vague. It's like, not even vague. It just tells you like on, right on point. So call the army if this shit were to break and spill and cause a zombie apocalypse. It should almost say that on the barrel. It almost yeah. does. So he, he hits like a dip, barrel goes flying. Um, these bully kids, you know, they, they wander around. This one kid, they find it. They look at they look at the glass. There's a zombie, and just like the first one, you know, shit happens. One of them breaks. One of them turns into kids a get turtle. Sick. <laughs> one of them starts to see. Yeah, yeah, not that, not that movie. Um, but uh, it, um, you know, it breaks, causes some shit, and then uh, so it's him uh, going back to his sister's house or to his house, saying, "Hey, something's going on." Of course, they don't believe him. She has an appointment for the cable guy. The cable guy shows up, which was awesome. I was like, "What?" The cable guy in the movie. And he becomes a fucking hero. He, dude, his fucking tool bag, his pouch of screwdrivers and other shit are weapons to kill zombies. Nice. Dude. Now, I've been doing cable 17 years, right? Now, do you think in all my time working cable, have I ever daydreamed of a zombie apocalypse and what kind of tools that I could use to my disposal? I'm sure you will now. To take out some zombies? Yeah. I might I might have daydreamed that a couple <laughs> times here or there. Work, you know, maybe on lunch, you know, thinking about it. My man does it, right? He's got the veins, the tools, the handle, right? He he's like the hero, which is awesome. The only thing, the only two characters, ret- only two actors returning from the previous one were um, Tom Matthews and James Karen, but they're playing different characters. Joey and Ed, they go to fucking um, uh, mortuaries and steal fucking jewelry from the dead. Yeah, of that people, right? So when they get their comeuppance, it's, it's sweet, absolutely. Now this is so tiny cheek, like they totally know what they're doing in this movie. I wasn't sure if they were going to take it too seriously or not. You know, I mean, I'm like, you know, it's Return of the Living Dead Dude. Come on, yeah, what do you expect? Yeah. So a lot of people from the first one were like, why, why are they, why are they doing it again? You know, an actress from the first one were like, oh, they never called us. You know, we're totally done it again. They, um, I was, just, I was just watching the features from behind the scenes where, like, the main guy that did the designs from the first one said, like, don't, you don't fucking do one design from the first one, but we'll sue, right? But they had Tar Man. And they changed up his look drastically. Tarman's the famous zombie that deals his brains. And it's got the big cartoon eyes and the big yeah, chomping teeth. Yeah. Love it. So in this one, they have a different looking guy. Big, even bigger cartoon eyes. It's hilarious. He's moved. Same actor that played him, but just different look. Um, so you should, which is kind of cool. So in this one, like the moment I knew that it was just, you know, going to be totally out of control when there's, the zombies are coming out. They're doing their whole thing. They're coming out their walk. There's this one old, I'm going to call her Edna zombie because she's this old lady. She's coming, she's, you know, coming out of the grave. <laughs> she's looking for her glasses. She's squinting. She puts them on and then she's like, ah, oh. she, she doesn't say, but she can see better now, right? And she continues on her way. I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. we, 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 we set the, we set the bait. We set, you know, we set the standard. We're good, right? 
We've got zombies getting chopped off. They're walking around looking for the legs, and it's, there they are. And it's totally, totally tongue in cheek. So I'm like, okay, you set that up in the beginning. Cool. We're not taking it seriously. Perfect. Um, at one point, we get a fucking thriller cameo, of Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, not the real one, but you know, a zombie wearing a thriller jacket starts dancing. Uh, I was just like, yeah, totally makes sense. Why not, right? Um, there's just some shit the zombies do. They're just fucking hilarious. And you're like, yeah, yeah, of course. Why not? You know, well, how can we be different from the first one? Right. And, uh, it worked, man. It was really funny. Um, yeah, the acting is not, you know, not Oscar worthy, but what do you expect? Exactly. You know, it's Return of the Dead Part two, but it, 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 um, it totally does its job, man. It's some cool music in it. Um, it's, and it's a little small set, like a little cul-de-sac where a bunch of homes are being built. So you don't have that much to go around. So, um, of course, the cemetery is close by. And it just worked, man. It's just cool, you know, zombie horde. And I just like, I wanted to see another good zombie movie. So, and then there's there's a scene inside a church um, where it's the same church that they use in the fog. And part of my spoiler weekend, I visited that church. So, oh, cool. Wanted to see that movie. Wanted to see that scene. Yeah, Eternal Living Dead's fun. It's a dollar or two. I'd buy that for a dollar. I just love the. Uh, I I always have it stuck in my head where the the zombie gets on the radio and says, "Send more brains." <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do something like this in this one too. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Somebody's somebody's um um uh, somebody's talking on the radio, right? And they're asking a question, and he picks it up. Oh, that's the other one. <laughs> there, uh, one of the guys goes. Um, he asks him something, and the zombie picks up and says something. And one of the doctor, oh, one of the neighbors picks up the CB and he goes, I don't know if that was a real person. He goes, hey, who's the president? Ronald Reagan or Harry Truman? He's always like, oh shit. Starts scratching his head. He's like, Harry Truman? And the, and the doctor's, the neighbor's like, no, see, he's just like, no, told you. Told you not a real person, you know? Just the fact that he's always taking back, scratching his chin or scratching his head thinking and answers it. It was, it was shit like that, you know? Just fucking mm-hmm. so ridiculous. But yeah. We had another brain like that. They they call somebody else over the two. <laughs> it's like a zombie head that's talking throughout the movie. You know? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More it's zombie heads talking. It's funny. Yeah, it's a and he's got like a like a country twang. He's like, get that damn screwdriver out of my head. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> chill. He's still like that man. But have a good time watching a horror movie. You know, this October to put that in, man. It's just fun. It's not too long. It's just the ridiculousness of it is. It is. That's what it is, man. It's just. It's just fucking funny. Oh, man. Right on. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah, man. What do we got? What do we got? Who chose the homework? I got you. Uh, I chose Bad Smerton, 2018. Uh, a pair of burglars stumble upon a woman being held captive in a home they intended to rob. Um, I think what originally attracted me to this is David Tennant. Um, it seems like he's going to be playing a bad guy. I'm like, I liked him as a bad guy, um, as in, uh, Jessica Jones. So why not? Why not give it a shot? I didn't realize he's the, he is the bad guy slash director. He's not the director. Dean Devlin is the director. Oh, why did I, David, David, why am I? Oh, jeez. All right. There you go. Don't worry, we'll cut that out. Don't worry. Yes. Tony, <laughs> Tony, fix my shit, would you? Are you oh, we're live, pal. <laughs> fix, fix, fix the shit. Nah, you already, like you already a... gave me too many spoilers to edit out. Right. You're stuck with that. Fucking retard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Sorry. But uh, it's, it follows this guy. Wait, who's who's the actor? Sean Falco is the character name. So Robert Sheehan. I don't recognize the dude. I don't know who the fuck he is. Um, Robert Sheehan. Wait, oh, I, yeah. Once you pronounce it that way. I got, I okay. remember him. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it At first I was like, I'm not, I'm not totally sold on like why I'm watching this dude. Like he's taking pictures of his girl and it seems like, you know, it's like whatever. And I don't know. I, I was like, okay, come on, get interesting. Um, but it, Oh, it just started. I know it I just know, started. Like, and I was like, like I do oh, not care oh, about this character. Yeah. Like I was, I was instantly going, move the fuck on. I was like instantly just just show me some David Tennant. I want to see the bad guy. I want to see you know what's he got. Ah, I, I think that's what it was. You know, like they're showing the kid uh, and how he's he's um, he's got he's getting dress and all you think about is David Tennant, my man. <laughs> that's right. Get your priorities wrong, homie. He's got a point there, buddy. <laughs> no, like he's stealing. Like he's like, like small town thief, and so, oh, but he only. Only want to steal things that nobody's going to notice. I'm like, okay, why do I care about this? Yeah, but why? Like, why is he doing this? Yeah, exactly. So the whole time I'm just and thinking he's going to be the main guy, or we're going to be, we're following this guy. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And so that, but but I and I think it was well done that that's where it put me, because all I'm trying to think is why do I care about this guy? Why 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 do I give a shit that he's making these decisions about? Oh, you don't want to don't want to steal too much. I want to steal a big old TV or like, Oh, they don't deserve it. You know, their family, they got kids. And so they're establishing the heart. Huh? Well, they're establishing the character. (laughs) So then once the shit started getting real, I was like, Oh, so they, they're trying to make you understand why he is establish him as a good person. Cause when he finally gets into, so, so yeah. So this character and his buddy, they're, they're thieves. They're small town thieves, and they're they're valet. They, they take valet cars, and then they go to the people's houses and and rob the place. It's really, uh, I mean, kids don't never do this. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so they happen to do this to the wrong guy, which that's where David Tennant comes in, and he he, he rolls up in a Maserati. He's got you know the the swag. He's got the the, the he's an asshole. Um, with a you know he's on his phone making deals, just treating these guys like shit, and so they're like, yeah, this guy deserves to be robbed. It's like okay, you know they establish a little pattern about they don't like to rob people that don't deserve it. You're like this guy fucking deserves it, right? Because if there was a family before him, they just went into the restaurant. He's like, nah, man, I don't feel right. With right, right. But at that point, I started feeling the tension. I was like, that's him. That's tenant. And like, but they showed him in a in a, in a innocuous you know innocent scene of him just having dinner I'm like shit 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 so th- for me like that's where the 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 tension just started and and i enjoyed it i mean like i don't i don't know how how much we want to spoil this movie but um yeah david Tennant is definitely the bad guy in this they he goes to the, the guy goes to steal some shit from his house discovers some shit some serious shit and, well, even and, the IMDb says a pair of burglars stumble upon a woman being held captive. Yes, so you don't have to be a big so, yeah, yeah, but like the way she's going around. Yeah, um, and he just gets pretty deep into it. Uh, and, and for me, like from the moment that I saw like the, the, the way they established the two characters, that created the tension for me. And I was in. I was all in at that point. And the, and the, the pacing of 
the the way it didn't just end as a thriller or a slasher or just a, a whodunit. Um, you know, th- I thought it was it was it was good storytelling. Uh, what about you? Like guys? If, if, if he goes, if he turns into an alien at the end of, the, I'm gonna be fucking, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> right? Because she goes, yeah, because she was enjoying it. So he's like, as long as he doesn't turn an alien, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> It reminded me of um the one with the uh, homeboy Stephen Lang. He was blind. What the fuck was that called? Don't breathe. Uh, don't breathe. That's right. Walking through house, and he has some chick captive. Spoiler alert! Remember that shit? You guys yeah, ever I never see saw that? it. I never saw it, but I remember I hearing about it. it. Oh, no. Okay. Are did you ever see Don't Breathe? Mm, I have to IMDb it. Hold on. He's breaking the homeboy's home, and he's like, uh, he's blind. Um, I guess straight up. It kind of reminded me of this a little bit. No, I don't think I ever saw this. Okay. No. Yeah, I wasn't in the beginning. Just him and Strick talking. He's taking pictures of her, and then gives his mom a ring. I'm like, where the fuck did get that from? You know, you see his buddy, and they're talking, and you see this uh, stepdad wanting him to work. We're like, ah, oh, yeah, he wants to join the uh, business. He doesn't want to do that. We know we got a side project. We're making some cash. You know, it's so like, oh, okay, we see how he's doing things. But you're right. Then then the tenant pull, comes in like, oh yeah, fuck this dude. But you're right. Once you get the house, you're like, oh shit, things things have turned now. Um, it comes a cool little thriller. I remember they were promoting this at Palooza, and I got I got a little poster, um, signed by I don't know if, I don't think the actor was there, but three people signed. It. I got to check who it is. One of Dean Devlin was one of them. But uh, um, yeah, this was a, a cool, a neat little thriller. I said he didn't remind me. Of don't breathe a little bit, but um. I thought it was cool. I thought it was, especially for Dean Devlin. I think he's must have been a producer for all like Independence movie, Independence Day movies, right? Did he direct those? I, I think he wrote them. Is that yeah, what I it was? He, yeah, I think he wrote them. Okay. So this is, was this his directorial debut? I'm not sure. I can pull it up. Yeah, writer for Godzilla, writer for Independence Day, writer, writer for Independence Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, he directed Gia Storm. Ah, uh, okay. Which too. did okay. not do well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just a little, little, little night, little tight, little thriller. With a, he didn't have a huge budget. You know, maybe it works better for him. Try something different on a crime thriller. Um, yeah, Tennant's a fucking douche, man. He plays a bad guy good, man. I fucking hate him right off the beginning. So yeah, Maserati. Yeah, he's he he's that cliche rich. Oh yeah, you know, rich prick. Yeah, but he um, he turns it up. Like when he turns up the intensity, it's like, damn, yeah, he's a scary motherfucker. He, there is definitely some um, suspenseful moments, and and it does do a pretty good job of kind of building it towards the end. You're kind of like, man, this guy, what what's going to happen? I mean, we don't we don't get a lot of you know sort of his motivation. Um, you know, we don't get a ton of backstory. We get a little bit, we get enough at the end. You know, Fonzo, like you said, it's kind of tight. So we, we don't have to explain everything that happened to him mm-hmm. as a child to explain why, you know, he's, he's just a, he's a nutcase. Um, and, and his performance is good. I, I think the performance of the main character too, um, Robert Sheehan, he's very good in it. Um, you know, I, I would say almost everybody's performance is, is, is pretty good considering sort of the the caliber gauge of the film isn't trying to win um uh an oscar um i while i kind of agree with but what you guys are saying there's there's a lot to like in this film 
Um, I had major problems from the very beginning and they only got worse as the film progressed. And a lot of movies have this problem. And that is from a writing standpoint, they kind of write this movie and they go, okay, we need these characters to end up in this position. We need, you know, we need, uh, uh, them to get in a fight here. We need uh, a Facebook account to get hacked here. We need uh, this to get. So the characters have to do things in order for that to happen. Except for in real life, that shit don't happen. You know what I mean? Like, People do shit in this movie all every five minutes. And the movie speeds along. Like there's a lot that happens. There's there the characters are moving from one point to the other. Like there's a lot. The the movie is edited very tightly. Like there's not a lot of wasted space. It's it's a tight film, except for the characters are always doing shit that would not happen in real life, and it That's constantly takes me out. It constantly removes me from being empathetic like what? For, for the character. I think I need you to explain because I was thinking that everything in this movie seems like it would happen in real life. Okay. So I have the okay. complete opposite Every, view. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Everybody and their fucking mom knows how easy it is to hack somebody's Facebook. When mm. This is just the first one that popped in my mind. So, spoiler alert, when a character's Facebook gets hacked and it's the most egregious thing that happens there's no there's no like well maybe it's just it it has to create the split the you know what i mean the yeah but um, that wasn't the 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 issue wasn't where it was hacked the issue was the picture that was the that was distributed that was what caused the drama that was the picture oh by the way I don't know if you guys have ever been in a college class. I know you have, Tony. I know I have. And what happened in the college class, how like everybody's Facebook blows up and in the middle of a person giving a presentation, they all look at their picture and it's a full screen nude shot. Come on, man. That's horseshit. That's like the laziest ever. There's constant lazy. Wait, wait what's the wait? What's lazy about it? Out of here with this some bullshit. What? And this man talk right now. Reviewing the movie, reviewing a fucking screenshot on a phone. Seriously, a like, fuck if it's shot. how is no, that? What I'm reviewing is if I, got, the... if I got titties on my phone, yeah, I'm zooming in. I'm making a full screen. You ain't. Yeah, like what? Like <laughs> that is the thing that you're nitpicking the 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 the, the phone, the picture that they're receiving <laughs> on the phone. The second he walks into the house, he can't see the like button in the comments section. The second the he walks into the house, you would call the police. You would call it, you would, you would say it's a, um, uh, you know, they, they kind of do it when he was like, he calls it, the police show up when he, when he calls the police and he goes, oh, reached a whole new level. Look, there's, there's, there's a yeah, woman tied up, right? There's yeah. a woman tied up in this house. Two cops casually show up, knock on the door. How's everything going? No, it's cool. All right, cool. We just wanted to double check. Yeah, but because then, they don't you know because why? because police never get prank calls. They never get people just okay fucking with the police. Like, they specifically. But then when the bad guy calls the police and says like, "Yeah, I saw my neighbor's house getting broken into," it's like fucking calling all cars, and it's like, 
Like every cop in the neighborhood shows up. Lazy writing. It is the watch the movie again. You will see it, man. Every no, I I saw the same fucking movie. Like, <laughs> I I was there, <laughs> and that there's a the 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 two scenes. I mean, it's like it's like you want to be mad about things, little little things like this, or you don't. No, no, because, I look, because I, in one I can suspend one. Someone's belief. reporting a girl that's tied up. The other one says there's an active break in. It's actively breaking in right now. So I mean, one of them's like. Like, you don't think? Oh, I hear a woman screaming, and it's like, oh shit, they're just fucking again. The the (laughs) the uh, the insight of the bad guy, like without any kind of like, as soon as he walks into his house, he suspects somebody broke in, even though there's absolutely this is the no no. But they explain everything in the movie. He's a he's he's anal about the he's... he's anal about order, right? The tiniest little thing that's out of place, and he notices it. Yeah, right. So that's what he notices it in his house. She was out of whack. Right. I know. Right. They they explained. They even they even called to the fact that the guy said the main character said I should have called the police. I should have I I I should have done something different, but I was stupid. He's crying. Calls it out. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't feel. I didn't feel. I liked the performances. I didn't like the decisions. I felt like. I felt like every time they're going to make dumb decisions, bro. If he if he call the police and they get there early and they and they save her in the movie, well, no, and even there, like he, so you need to be, you need, he's in the middle of of committing a crime, exactly. So he can't write himself out, right? He's he doesn't. He's thinking, no, uh, I can't call. I was breaking into this house, y'all. I um I found this woman and she was tied up. Right. I know I should be I should be breaking in, but I'm doing a good deed now. So can I get? Half my time cut off now. Exactly, and that's part of his character arc. Is that at the end of the movie he realizes that he should have done that? He's like, me going to jail for the stupid little theft is nothing compared to saving this woman. But he doesn't get to that until the end of the movie. He's conflicted the entire time. Right, exactly. On the drive back, he's crying. He's fucking worried. Yeah. Shit. I should, yeah. I, should, I should be doing something. I can't leave it like that. All right, you convinced me. Slater, lock it in. <laughs> oh, fucking guys. <laughs> oh, we're the fucking asshole. Oh, really? Fuck you. No, fuck you. The movie you don't dis- like you it when us? I don't. You don't like it when I disagree with you. No, but when you're ne- oh, no, I I love this review because I've never heard you and Tony go at it. So I'm just sitting back eating popcorn. <laughs> I think it's great. So if I get a chance to pounce on Harley, I'm gonna do it. Fucking <laughs> Yeah, it's one I of those things. Right. Like I said, every you decision, every decision that they made. You're talking about ten to fifteen right. minutes complaining about lazy writing, and then your conclusion is a fucking a, a picture on someone's phone. They all have the same screenshot on their phone. At least it was a clear picture on Dexter. Do you remember how fucking a a uh, whatever your fucking word you use? How the shitty the graphics look on the phone where it said Dexter calling on a blue screen, and the font was not even anything you've ever seen on a phone's font. If you really want to complain about shitty like writing, as you say, yeah, like it, like when when there's Dexter? things that look out of place, they kick you out of the movie, and I get it. It sucks, you know. It's like uh, I wouldn't make that decision. That's a that's a thought that pulls you out of the movie, pulls you out of the enjoyment, the escapism, all that shit. Yeah, we've, you we've talked sc- about it before, right? right. And if you see a screenshot that doesn't time. look right, yeah, that's especially if you're a tech guy who like gives a shit about this. No, stuff. I'm not. I'm not uh, the the actual screenshot. I'm. That's not what I'm being critical they used about. The the, right. The lazy, the lazy writing. No, but you can't call it lazy every first. Student, every student 
mm-hmm. while watching somebody give a presentation. Doesn't everyone have a phone? Yeah, yeah, but they don't. They don't all pick up. They don't all get notifications that they're fucking speak. Uh, it it just, it doesn't happen. Yeah, th- yeah, they do. Everybody gets notifications all the fucking time. <laughs> Did you not get one from your president a couple weeks ago? Some some people. Yeah, you're right though. Some people don't look at their phones, and some people do look at their phones. Yeah. The camera just like this. Some have shitty like service, a... so it takes a little bit longer to get to their phone. <laughs> it's like a bad cliche of everybody goes. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I get that, but it seems like it's such a minor my, part of the whole movie. It, because... I had I, it's, well. Here's the problem: I don't mind it if it happens once or twice. I felt like it was happening all the time throughout. Well, what, what's okay? So what's a what's a big? I'm not decision? gonna I'm not gonna rewatch the whole movie just to point out every little thing. Right, but the I only ones you was... pointed out are little. Like, what are the big decisions that you feel like? Yeah, no, that was stupid. Well, okay, but here's the problem. All those little decisions are big contextual for the story. So that that whole point is that everybody finds out that that there's a naked picture of a woman on the internet cuz yeah, that there's she's the only naked picture on the internet. No, right? no, 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 that's and, not the point of that scene. Yeah, it is. It's No, the, the it's point the, of the scene is that she is pissed at him. That's the whole point. Yeah, the whole point that, of that scene was her, her to get mad at him. It says, we're over, bitch. At the beginning of the movie, she specifically said, don't take that picture because I don't want yeah. it to get out. Yeah. Right? And so that's and all that payoff, scene was. It was it was tying back to that original quote from her yeah. that she would get it's, upset. It's, they could have done does everything, and then his parents, and then the right. And, and here's the thing: you, the you're right. The movie could have accomplished that without everybody seeing the picture. They could have just shown one other person see the picture and her, and she would realize that hey, it, it got out. She received this. Yeah, she receives a, a hacked Facebook message. Okay, yeah, whatever. But then her picture gets out. Oh, she's pissed. You know, you could accomplish the same dramatic consequence of her getting pissed at him with just one leak of the picture instead of the whole classroom getting leaked. I agree. But did it take away from that uh, event? She's in the hospital bed, right? And she's on a respirator. If you're on a respirator, you're not awake. You have a tube shoved down your throat. You can't, you're not awake. And you're certainly not writing little hand notes saying, go away. Uh, I mean, some people are, some people uh, aren't. You have a problem uh, having zombies calling for ambulances. Well, the thing is, <laughs> no, that's just, just that's just just quality filmmaking. Okay, perfect. I was here. I, I arrest <laughs> court adjourned. <laughs> there's a lot to like in the movie, and I'm not. But the, people yeah, are going to watch the things this, that you're nitpicked. Like it seems like so trivial. No, because it's what drives the film to end the way it does. Without that shit happening, you don't feel the villainous from Kale. And you I disagree. His super so, internet happy house, right? Where he's able to turn on the TVs and, and the blender and shit. Like, I don't understand what the fuck's the point of that. The point, you know? okay, I could explain the point of that is just to show, the, the movie is trying show to show that, that he's this under guy control, right? is, a, is, is on another level of control. It's not right. just, it's not just, Google, you know, Google ain't enough, and and uh, and Alexa, this and no, it's not that. You saw his computer; it did not look like a standard computer, right? And I think that's just it didn't look like Windows. 
It didn't look like some other crazy shit. Yeah, it's it's a different operating system right. because the producer so the didn't effect, want to, have to pay Microsoft or Apple. Yes. Or or maybe it was intentionally done that way to make it look like he is on another level. Sure, he's, except for he's operating when he on a different breaks, level. When he breaks into the Sean's house, he manages to be running a very similar operating system on his computer. It's a non Windows, non Apple layout, it seems. I mean, I you, you might go back and and see it's yeah, different, yeah. but yeah, everything that you call out as being bad about the movie, I see the opposite. Yeah, but what and happens if I nitpick every fucking scene? There's an issue in every scene that seems okay. So, that so is... uh, here's another one. Drives me fucking nuts. Right? He breaks into the guy's house. It's right at the beginning of the movie. His crony buddy who's standing out front in public is announcing to anybody walking around how to correctly rob this guy like listen to the dialogue he's standing out front of the of the restaurant telling him well if the door's locked that means he's got some shit to steal and honestly that is realistic because an (laughs) idiot if an idiot thief wouldn't think about shutting the fuck up and (laughs) then and then here's another one, right? They're kind of on a timeline because every every house they break into, they're basically two miles down the road, and they they have the time of of the person eating dinner, you know. Except for to build tension, the actor has to walk very slowly from room to room, and he doesn't want to turn on any lights until he uses camera flash to. Jump scare. You know what I mean? Like when the, when he gets locked into the house and he realizes there's a bomb, he literally just kind of stands there and goes, Oh fuck. What am I going to do? You know how fast I'd be throwing shit at the biggest window I could find. And he just kind of stands there. It's just every scene. The characters do some shit that bugs me. It just bugs me. And you call it nitpicking, but that nitpicking adds up. And it adds up to a waste of time. Fair enough. That would be a waste of time. Good luck, contestants, this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they've never seen, if they haven't seen it, they're gonna have completely clueless. Yeah. Well, if you can't tell, I give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I was on the verge of being dull, but Harley convinced me. I'm gonna give it a um, a dollar. Harley's out of his mind. It was funny we were watching RoboCop last night, me and Jeff, and we were trying to figure out what the fuck is that show they're watching where he says that? Is it like a variety show? It's like the same skit. It's like a bad, like, daytime soap opera. Not a soap opera, like a game show, yeah. A game show? Yeah, it looks like a game show, I think. Is it? Game show? I'd have to guess. He's like, I like these women all over him. And he's just like, I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah, it's like a game. But everybody game. finds it hilarious. You notice that when everyone's watching yeah, it? Everyone automatically knows. starts cracking up. Yeah. So, Here's, I'll, I'll say this. I'll defend no, my review. Not. I'll no. defend my review. No, you're done. I no, said Tony, everything that I liked Tony, about the movie buff at the beginning. You always bitch and complain that I don't have anything nice to say. Ooh. Fuck you. I miss the old Harley. This is the old Harley. What are you talking about? You said no. You said you used to always say all the bad things. Oh, first. okay. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> play, play the tapes, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> My music. <laughs> <laughs>
This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. This is your buddy Art. And... Donaldo. This is Nalo. <laughs> Good luck, it, everyone. It like he said Nalo. It's funny, you get the one clip of Tony. Um, or Art, excuse me, Tony, Art. Art's like, this is Art. He's kind of mellow. Yeah. And then the one clip of oh, he D, did it on purpose. he's got a little energy to him. He's got more energy to him. Oh, that's totally on purpose by MCP, you know. Oh, shit. Yeah. That was just the best clip I could find. Yeah. Oh, sure. Funny. You hear that, Art? <laughs> well, good luck, fellas. So where are we at point-wise right now, my friend? Who is in the lead? Who is trailing? What oh, is I'm, your, I'm, all your, I'm your friend again, huh? This fucking guy. Two minutes ago, you wanted to fucking leave me on the desert. No water. Now I'm your friend, huh? Jesus Christ. Uh, Reed is winning with eight points. Donaldo and Art are tied at six, and Angelina is in... Uh, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Angelina's in second with seven. Art and Donaldo are dead last place at six. Two right, points. Thank you. Thanks, cocksucker. <laughs> is that better? <laughs> So, so uh, yeah. okay, I remember now these clips that I picked for the game show. Th- I tried to find the clips of the first time they said their name when they first called in. So oh. I went all the way back to whatever the first time they first called in and they first said their name. That's that's where I got all of these. Very it. cool. Yeah. So anyway, here's number one. Cool. Hey, bad boys. What's up with you about the cells? <laughs> uh, now this week we've been talking about uh, the bad Samaritans. Now, I don't know what the fuck this Wait, is movie the right movie? He said Samaritans. Plural. Is that a different <laughs> oh, one? I feel like that's the accent. So just I'll make the accent. <laughs> but uh, I think the bad boy, Ali, he gonna give it Oh, wasted time, man. What the well, fuck? Wait, is, is he? I'm. Conf- is he a Jamaican New Orleans? I, I feel ja- like I heard Jamaican and then Clint Eastwood. Like I thought he was a Clint vampire. He's <laughs> <laughs> a Jamaican vampire. I thought he was Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, he's, maybe he's all of them. Ah, yeah, maybe. I think the bad boy Tony. He gon' give it a dollar. The, he gon' give it. That's very. That seems very New Orleans. Nice, nice De Niro in the, the <laughs> fucking movie. Oh, he's chasing Julia Lewis. What's the movie called? I'm, I'm clueless. Kate Fear. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Cause he is he. Uh... He's from New Orleans. Yeah. All right. Cool. And. I think the bad boy Fonzo, <laughs> well, he gonna give it a dollar. Oh, <laughs> he just locked down five Damn. points. Damn. Yeah. Damn. He did the accent, he got yeah. the three points, and he got the bonus point for getting all three right. <sighs> He's, work. you know how, you know how Reed always fucks himself at the beginning of the championship by doubling down on fucking Slaters right. and 
No, he's, he's, so you're saying he's going to fuck up at the end? I don't know, but he, <laughs> he's going to have to fuck up good because he just he's crushing it right now. He sure is. That's a perfect round right there. That's a perfect round. How do you round. get a perfect round again, Harley? You get Okay, so you get one point for the right guess. You get a bonus point if you get all three right. So he guessed that I was going to give it a waste of time and that you guys would both give it a dollar. And then, so he gets that bonus point. So that's four points. And then he gets a bonus point for, I'm not quite sure the accent, <laughs> but again. Yeah, Jamaican vampire from Middle East. I wonder what kind of vampire movie Tony watches where he got that. Shit. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's a solid five points. Congratulations, Reed. Good job. Absolutely. All right, here we go. Hey, y'all. Calling in the homework for this week. So, on uh, Bad Samaritan, I'm going to say that it's going to be a certified Donaldo. Uh, Fonzo's going to get. I love that that's a thing. <laughs> Everyone just knows that, right? Everyone's using it. It's great. Yeah, it's it definitely is. That was fantastic. We already everyone knows exactly what she meant, right? When she said that. Yeah, right? exactly. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it makes the, that much cuter uh, with Fon- the accent. gonna give it a dollar. Holly's gonna give it a dollar, and MCP's gonna give it a dollar. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. There was an accent there, right? That was an accent. It's kind of it seemed like the Southern Belle accent, so. Definitely. And it wasn't. She wasn't in the closet or in the garage. She actually. There was no like weird echo. Was, right. Kids were at school. Baby was sleeping, and she had a lot of free time, and she was able to call in. So that's a solid three points. Yeah, absolutely. What's going on, bad boys? Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, this guy with the breathing again. Sorry, I'm like out of it. Oh, okay. Maybe, yeah. Maybe <laughs> Nice. So let's get on with the picks. Uh, That's Meriden. Never heard of it. These picks are getting tougher every week, man, so I don't know, but I'm just going to... I'm going to say all three of you give it a dollar. Yep, that's a man. Shocking. You're right. Surprise. You can't give it a certified at all, though, because he is... Can I get it a certified me? Yeah, that no, it's completely douchey. I'll give it a dollar. Uh, when all those fails, right? All right. Mm. No accent. No accent. Two points. Two points. I don't know. Maybe two points. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a Darth Vader, the breathing. No. No, that's not. That's not an accent anyway. That's true. That's how I. Need to what see. Impersonate. That's how he needs to. What speak out an ear, nose, and throat, doctor. What impersonations give you points? Say what? Impersonations? Yeah, that's like an accent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right, here we go. Last one. Hey, what up, Bay? This is your homeboy, Art, calling from the east side with this week's picks. Here we go with Bad Samaritan. And this movie, I saw the trailer. It was like, all right, you know, like some crazy weddle, some crazy gringo Harley type guy. Uh Jacking fools and shit, eh? I was like, oh, what the fuck? He's fucking, they try to jack him, and then they're like, oh shit, he's jacking us, eh? So, uh, I'm gonna say MCP, I'm gonna say he gave it a dollar. I'm gonna say that fucking wet old gringo Harley, 
this is his shit. This is how his people be acting. He's fucking snatching up fools and kidnapping them and doing all sorts of weird shit like us. He's do a fucking drive-by, eh? Not doing all this other crazy weird shit. But for Harley, it's a dollar. And for the main man in Metal Metal, fucking Fonzo. <laughs> of course, this is a dollar. He likes this shit. This is right up the alley. It's certified the Naldo. So that's a dollar for all the bad boys. <laughs> Dude, you need to use that. <laughs> certified the Naldo. That should be the clip. Oh, oh Harley, he likes that this shit. That is two certified the right we got three certified Donaldos. The fact that two people said it is fucking fantastic. The Valley is certified Donaldo. Can we get a t-shirt that's like that? In Old English? <laughs> certified Donaldo in Old English? In Old English. Dude, yeah, that would be great. That is brilliant. Oh, oh that's fucking hilarious. So, I will Donaldo. say this. His accent started off really weak. Like, I was like, is this oh. an accent? I feel like he's not. And then he, and then, and then he finished strong. And then, like, yeah. that, about 10, like, oh, 10 seconds it. into it, he, he yeah. came, yeah, he came nope. with the thunder. So, yeah. <laughs> Did you even hear what his points were? He gets three total. Nice. Damn. So, where are we at now? So, we got uh, Reed with 13, Art, or no, excuse me, Angelina uh, at 10. I always got the accent now. Angelina. Angelina, Art at nine, and Donaldo at eight. So eight, nine, ten, and thirteen. Hey, it's close. Close, eh? Close, eh? That was <laughs> certified Donaldo. That's <laughs> 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 why I told you just uh, talked about it. And then Tony, you got another play, one later. Play the whole goddamn clip from Art again. Hey, what up, Bay? Hey? Here's your homeboy oh, Art calling from the east side with this week's picks. Here we go with Bad Samaritan. And this movie, I saw the trailer. It was like, all right, you know, like some crazy weddle, some crazy gringo Harley type guy. Uh, jacking <laughs> fools and shit, eh? It was like, jacking what the fuck? They try to jack him, and then like, oh shit, he's jacking us, eh? So uh, I'm going to say MCP. I'm going to say he gave it a dollar. I'm going to say that fucking wet old gringo Harley, this is his shit. This is how his people be acting. He's fucking snatching up fools and kidnapping them and doing all sorts of weird shit like us. He's do a fucking drive-by, eh? Not doing all this other crazy weird shit. But for Harley, it's a dollar. And for the main man in Metal Metal, fucking Fonzo, of course, this is a dollar. He likes this shit. This is right up the alley. It's certified Donaldo. So that's a dollar for all the bad boys. It's like almost sing song. He's like, send a fight to Naldo. It could be part of a rap song. Uh, that's part of the chorus. Uh, I think the the best part that's going to come out of this is uh, Harley all like, all this week. He's just going to be walking around, send a fight to Naldo. <laughs> <laughs> I need tape in my bunghole. You see this? Oh man! Well, thank you guys so much for this call for your picks. You guys are doing. You guys are fucking killing it with the accents. The fucking calls. You guys are on point, man. Didn't hear anything from Josh. Thought he joined. What happened? Oh, that's right. Is yeah. he join next season? Is it too late to come in? Maybe it's too late, huh? No, you're never too too late to. You're never too late to jump in. No, absolutely not. All right, we heard that. And how do you how do you, how do you do that, Harley? What do you do? You uh, you give us some money. Oh, where do you do that? at? Patreon. Oh, bullshit. You don't got to give us money. Just call the number. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> there you go. I'm trying to get you paid, Tony. Uh, uh, thank you. I do appreciate that. Um, I don't even know uh, what our number is. Yeah, be, yeah. just call the number. Tony, just what's the number? number? Give him the number. What is the number? The number is 
442-444-0742. That's simple. Dynamite. And you too can go certified Donaldo. <laughs> Told you, I was be walking around fucking saying that all week. I'm, fucking, I'm fucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's fantastic. All right. So, yeah. So, next week we'll be reviewing the extra credit, Halloween 2. Um, yeah. So, if they've already made, everyone's made their calls, it seemed like, right, Tony? Yeah. It, they all have um, the extra credit on there, too. Uh, Perfect. So no need to call in again next week unless you guys have a question you guys want to ask nope. us. Go feel well, free. Well, are we, we going to review two movies next week? Well, that is an option. We could just review one movie on Sunday, and on Sunday we pick it back up and re- and re- review two the next weekend. It's not a bad idea. It'll be a short Sunday. Alfonso, what do you think? You yeah. want to? Because I'm gonna. I have. I, I I'm you know. I'm cool yeah. with either way because it's all up, up on you guys. So I don't sleep. So whatever. <laughs> this is what I was telling Tony. I was like, Fonzo, I, I'm envious. Uh, you, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you live life without, you know, four or five hours a night. I, I I'm envious. I don't get my eight. I'm a fucking mess. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I look at my machine. It says four hours of sleep, three hours here, four, three. Good. Uh, I get six. Yeah. I'm like, oh wow. Yeah, I, I, it, the day's the same, but it's six, seven, four, three. I don't, I don't. I, I don't. And you're not even a coffee drinker. I don't no. fucking. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, I'm envious. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I don't either. But sometimes I do get tired. Um, but yeah. You run over little old ladies in the parking lot at the grocery store? <laughs> I don't do it at work. I don't fall asleep anymore during lunch, so that's good. So, that's good. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, you can assign something, Harley, and it gives callers something a, a reason to call in again. Yeah. Otherwise, no one would call. So you can assign um, it, and then you know, just assign it, and then uh, you know, yes, yeah, kind of weird. Tony Minak. Yeah, I had something, and I'm I'm picking it largely on off behalf of my lovely wife. Um, she she had that uh. I'm sure you guys recognize that post the other day of frustration about uh, the women not getting to pick any movies. So, well, um, she would actually I, listen, and you know, she could she could participate all she exactly. wants. Exactly, she contributed. Oh, yeah, exactly. Trust me, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you said it that politely too. I'm sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Called bad. Very sensitive. I was very sensitive. Yeah, I said, "Why don't you start your own goddamn podcast, bitch?" There you go. So there it is, and there you go. So, anyways, but. Um, I'm. I am actually interested in seeing this. Um, it's a musical. Oh, don't, fuck this! Don't don't do musicals. Oh boy, here we go. It's it's historical. Oh boy, and it's a drama. Oh boy. So 1973. Oh boy. The film version of the musical stage play presenting. Oh, no. Presenting. Do you even know what this is? I don't even care. No, of course not. Like Presenting nightmare. the last few weeks of Christ's life, told in an anachronistic manner. The movie is Jesus Christ Superstar. It's Why like would a, I ever see that? I wouldn't like ever a, see that. It's like a disco-y Waste musical of, of Jesus. Oh, so, great. I, I want to watch this. 
Yeah, program yeah, two. You go right I'm, ahead. You go right ahead. I've, I've heard a couple of musical. I've heard a couple of the You're musical. seriously picking that. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. The screen right now. Well, oh, yeah. Way to, way to keep it. fucked with me on the review of Bad Samaritan. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Tony picked it. Give him shit. Well, you, you were fucking me? with me, too. You even admitted you wanted to give me shit. I always give you shit. Well, so now I'm get, giving you shit back. It's either that or the director's cut of a Terrence Malick film. It's an hour and 48 minutes or four hours and 48 minutes. Take your pick. Unbelievable. <laughs> Way to keep it in the theme of horror and Halloween. There you yeah, go. Exactly. Way yeah. to go, brother. Spoiler alert. The guy gets crucified at the end. Unbelievable. We've talked about this. Like some of these religious movies. Sometimes these are fun. They're good. You know? That's got 7.8 on IMDb. Yeah. Seven point three. I, like, I like how it came out April first. Uh, I think you're looking at a different one. What? Jesus Christ Superstar? Oh, is it not the live in concert? Seventy three. Yeah, not that one. <laughs> Damn. All right. Oh, this one looks way boringer. And then we'll review Halloween 2. So we're reviewing 2. Yeah. All right. If we can, you know, if we can get on at 9, 9.30. And yeah, because normally on Sundays we get on at 9. That's enough time to do 2. Yeah, yeah. That's my thought, too. Wow. All right. There you are. There it is. I guess you could pull the 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 what is the one one movie a year we can we can skip <laughs> or pass. And you've done so well with all the Matt Damon movies we've been watching. I've been a team player, my friend. I know. <laughs> I, th- I think you might even gave a Matt Damon film a dollar. I know. Hey, man, I, I give credit where credit is due. You know? <laughs> oh man, maybe we'll see. We'll see. That just doesn't sound bad, boys. Podcast at all? Did she, she, well, did she win the competition? No. Why did she get to pick? Well, because she's my wife and she's lovely. Then you guys watch it together. Well, Why maybe we, maybe we will. No, I think it's good. I think it's you know it's this is kind of a yeah, historical I think it's good. Film. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. Maybe Fonzo Tony Tony's a big fan of musicals, right? Yeah, likes one musical. That's true. <laughs> Tony likes one. That's it. How many other ones do you like, Tony? That's a good point. <laughs> oh, I didn't even look it up. Jesus, what is it? What are we fucking? What are we watching? <laughs> live in hey, concert? Don't hate. No, 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 no. The nineteen seventy. Cooper. That's 19, the one I'm watching. No, nineteen seventy-three. Oh, that was Cooper's in one of them. Twenty eighteen live in concert. Watch the original. Oh man. Alice Cooper plays King Herod. What is the original? Come on, 73? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> this fucking guy. Is this a musical? The pictures look like it's a 
I know, right? Movie. No, it's it's a full on musical. Like everything, everything is sung. Oh my god, this looks atrocious. Yeah, so does every horror movie you assign. So right. Thank yeah, at least you, we get kills and hits. This shit looks. You guys aren't even fucking religious. I'm I'm slightly agnostic slash slightly atheist. That could be a religion. You're gonna, and you're gonna you're gonna enjoy this. We're gonna find out. Circa four yeah, or five it, days. Is that the now. point of homework to find out if we actually yeah, enjoyed it or exactly. not? Exactly. See. Okay, you guys say I pick shitty horror movies, and so automatically they're always shitty without even watching it. So, and no, I can't say true. this looks that's fucking shitty. That's, no, what, I, I that's what we're saying. Movie. That's exactly what MCP said, Harley. Don't defend him. That's exactly what he said. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, this looks like, I'm not this arguing. Looks like shit, so. I'm not saying that you aren't allowed to say that this looks shitty. I'm saying you're right. <laughs> it looks shitty to you. It looks kind of shitty to me, too. But that's the point. We still watch them because that's what we do. We watch it so our audience doesn't have to. Motherfucker's got to watch it. <laughs> yes, so that who is, knows? That is our who Kyle. knows? It might be a certified Donaldo. <laughs> I doubt that. Fair. I'm running out of steam tonight, fellas, if you haven't noticed. Okay, all right. Well, how's your weekend then? <laughs> <laughs> I'll start uh, on. The... Oh, just so just I can get it out of the way. I deadlifted 375. And I think I had, I had more in me. So say say that again. You deadlifted three seventy five. I deadlifted three seventy five, but I, so it was a deadlift ladder. The meet that we had was a barbells for boobs event, um, and so some people were doing clean and jerks, and some people were scaling down to deadlifts. We had a two lanes, one for females, one for males, and the males went from like one fifteen, one twenty five, one fifty, one you know one seventy five. Like it, it just went up. All the way up to 225. Once you hit 225, you had five minutes to come up with your one rep max, your PR. You know, whatever one rep max you can do. Um, I I went a little slow with my weights, and so I made it all the way. My previous max was 305 about seven months ago, six months ago. Um, and then on Friday, I went up to 375, and I was like, oh, I could I could do more, but I was out of time. It's like I only had like 10 seconds left to because you had a adjust your own weights. You got to clean your own weights off and, and find the weights to put on yourself. Mm. But still how much. So, so let me ask you this. How many reps altogether did you do uh, over the whole course of the whole thing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just one rep at each, at each ladder. At a time. But, yeah. But you're right. still, you're repping 200, 200 pounds and 250, 75, then 300, right? Yes. Yeah. So you're still repping, I mean, six, seven, eight. Yeah, so uh, I probably did, let's see, one, two, three. I think it was like seven steps from 115 to 225. And then from 225, I went up to 285, then 310, I must have done, yeah, because I only I went up by 20. You just must have just been adding 45s, right? I no, mean, but they didn't have 45s. That was the biggest issue. Is that I only had? Oh no! I only had thirty um, fives and then a bunch of tens, like because we had a bunch of a bunch of weights set How's up all over the gym. Big enough, right? Exactly. I ran out of space. Um, yeah. I if say. I had forty fives, I probably would have thrown the forty fives forty fives on there first, 
giving me enough time to hit my actual PR or my actual max because I PR'd as soon as I went over 305. Um, but I just kept going up and up. So I hit 305, 315, 335, 355, then 375, and then I ran out of time. Now, do you use, were you using, I don't know this is beyond the Bad Mix. Boys podcast. Are you using uh, like straps on your hands? No, mixed grip. So, you do the the one forward yes. and one back. Yeah. I find it starts to get tough on my palms, like on switch, my calluses, switch grip. you know? Alternate. So so that's what I did the whole night is like one uh, lift I would do do left left supinated, right pronated, and then the next one I'd do the I'd switch it. And then do switch and just go back and forth. And so that's what I was doing. Every I single lift I did. I, I like alternate. it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, because last time I did um because I'm I'm like doing them every week now. Nice. Um, I just it just it gets my heart rate up. It's effective. I it's you know it just uh, for me I feel like for limited time. Yes, they're a full um, body. Because workout. I'm not going four days a week. I'm literally going like twice a week now. Mm-hmm. If I do bench presses and then deadlifts and then try to do another little core like stomach or something like that i just feel like that's as good as it's going to yep. get for you do a bench press you do a deadlift gym. you do an overhead press you do some rows that's full body yeah. you're done that's yeah four, four yeah. things are done and, and you're so, out to get out of there yeah, yeah. um so cool. uh, but yeah cool. i um uh and then uh what kind of shoes do you wear when you're lifting that much because i find Flat. i like i'll do my warm-up on a treadmill and i'm wearing my like running tennis shoes Mm -hmm. but then if i do squats or deadlifts with those tennis shoes my feet are all mushy yeah you don't want mush if if, honestly just go barefoot the the more contact like the more connection you have to the ground the better so for deadlifts the recommended thing is to just use chucks they're like the flattest thing. Well, ironically, with... that's what I did once, and I was like, "Okay, that worked out all yeah, right." That's I don't one know of the if best. It was the greatest for my form or something, but no, yeah, they actually chucks. Yeah, that's what they recommend for squats. It depends on what kind you do. If you're doing front squats, there's like lifting shoes that'll give you a little bit of lift. I've in case... seen those. I've yeah. u- I've used uh, two and a halfs. Mm-hmm. I've used those little. Yeah. to lift my heel up a little bit, and that's and just that, for that mobility mobility issues. I like, my. Yeah, I have problems where I'm doing squats, free squats, normal squats. I can't get real low before I basically lose my balance. As opposed to if I use the, I think it's called the Smith machine. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, where that's, the, that's keeping your you balance. Know, squats on the, yeah, I can I'm, go really low and I like that. Have you adjusted your, that. your foot width? Have you gone wider? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and then I'll do, I'll use the Smith machine and then I'll use, I think it's called a Turkish or not a Turkish, uh, a, a Bulgarian fucking dip or whatever, where you use barbells and you put your back foot on a bench and then you it's just squat Bulgarian leg split, forward. Bulgarian split squat. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. Cause it's really fucking hard to keep my balance. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's single leg too. It's 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 always good to do yeah, single leg movements. Exactly. So like I I'm it's embarrassing while I keep fucking having to stop <laughs> to catch my my uh, balance, but I figured it's it's working all those little the yeah, little uh, sure. muscles to keep it's... my balance. So cool. Um, I'll have to start. Um, I do find like after 
I've done, you know, five or six reps of 200-ish pounds on a deadlift, I can see my form starting to degrade. You know, Mm -hmm. my back starts to kind of roll over a little bit. Um, You know, you could... It's um, not so... Do you know uh, Romanian deadlifts? mm, They're the ones you start high, you go down and almost touch the ground and then come back up. So you never, it's not a, a deadlift starts at a, at a dead stop comes up and then you end at a dead stop. Romanian, you start at the top, you actually pick it up in a standing and you just rep it out at a lower weight. It helps strengthen your lower back and your now, posterior when chain. you're, when you say that, are you bending your legs when you bring it all the way down? No, you're pretty much just hinging at the, at the hip. You're just hinging. You're just forcing mm-hmm. yourself to hinge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, the thing with me is it's really, because I'm so tall, it's two really distinct movements. I mean, my legs are so far bent, unless I want to completely bend over, but I'm I literally squat to to reach the bar and then squat and then extend my legs and then finish it with the back, so to speak. Right, right. And That's- and I've read and I've I've watched lots of videos that that's the correct way to do it. So I and I feel fine. I, it's not it's not stren, strenuous or anything like that. But it ends up being quite the leg exercise too. After you fucking did a bunch of because you have to go through your uh, squat first and then do your exactly do your exactly. And then when and then when I bring it down, but a little bit just just barely kiss the ground, and then and then on to the next rep. So, but yeah, I'm a fan yeah. of deadlifts, and I'll have to do that reverse. Um, the the, the R- I always do just Romanian yeah, deadlifts RDLs. They help. No, what them. you're talking about with the hand grip. Oh, the the yeah alternating grip. Yeah, I need to try grip. that. I did it once, and I was like, oh yeah, that worked fine. But then to reverse or to swap it, I that would make mm-hmm. sense. So cool. So anyway, that was my Friday night. Um, and actually, it's like, yeah, <laughs> Friday night. Um, I actually got the second highest deadlift. Uh, one guy got 385, and I think that's where I was kicking myself. <sighs> like, shit, I knew I could have done more than that, but um, Jesus, I'd you allow him to do that, man. I know, man. What the fuck? What do you weigh? I weigh 155. Oh my god, yeah, see, I'm like this, you know, when I'm in the gym. So for me to yeah. for me to squat two ten I think or whatever I can't remember exactly what it is uh, two hundred five two ten I was like proud of myself but <laughs> to do three fifty three seventy five when you only weigh one hundred fifty pounds that's crazy yeah that's pretty nuts then yeah but the you're putting day. you're putting in way more time than I am true true and I do I do RDLs twice a day every day. Oh yeah, see, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I just have because yeah, like you said, I like that much time. I like deadlifts. Yeah, they're they're yeah. full body thing. Uh, um, I'm a fan of them for sure. Yeah. Saturday, uh, we went back to the gym and uh, worked on uh, developmental weightlifting, um, doing a snatch movements. So that's 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 fun. We're we're learning a lot about that stuff i'm still barely doing the bar though because my shoulder is still still nursing that thing back to health um and then the 
clean and jerk. Well, the clean and jerk is one of the movements, and then the snatch is the one where you go from the ground all the way up, all the way up overhead. And so that's the one we worked on 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 Saturday. I'm actually better at that than the clean and jerk because my clean my arms are apparently longer than the normal ratio of arm to torso, so my contact point on my legs is too low. So I have to, I have to adjust a lot. Like the coach is like, well, you got to do this. You got a wider grip. And then when you come up into the clean, you got to come in narrow because your mobility is less. And then Mm. I have to pull, I have to, on my pull, I have to keep my arms a little bit bent. It's like, there's a lot of shit going on for the clean, but the snatch grip, I just got to go wide. Like I just go as wide as I fucking can. And I, and I got it. No problem. Uh. It sounds like you have the support, though, of knowledgeable people around you. Yes, yeah, the, the coaches are very good. Really That's good awesome. Coaches in there, so I got a bunch of eighty-year-olds walking around <laughs> on a treadmill. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's kind of like the concept of CrossFit is that you have coaches that pay attention to you as opposed to just going to a open gym that you know nobody gives yeah. a shit. Um, but uh, yeah, mine's so, like like the AARP meeting place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have we have our, our older folks, you know, sort of our fifty year olds in, in our place. But they're oh, good. Fuck they're 50. fucking strong, man. Fifties fifties young yeah, for my true. gym. That's true. <laughs> they my my gym starts at sixty five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it's Damn. a trip. Because it's a retirement community. Yeah, that's a good you point. know. Yeah. So somebody walks around with your shirt off showing off. Right. Oh, fuck all that. <laughs> so um what ne- what's next? Oh yeah, we went out drinking. So it was our our one year anniversary of going out with our friends, like our friend group that we've been hanging out with once a week for the last year. It happened to be our like friend anniversary on Saturday. So we hung out, drank with them, and then it was one of our coaches' birthday celebrations. Drank with them. I drank entirely too much, so I didn't go to the hike on Sunday. <laughs> I just slept in. As much as I could, you know, my my four stupid hours, um, and just was hung over the rest of the day and just meal oh, prepped man. and shit. So Sunday kind of was um really mellow, and that's that's it. When uh when Donaldo and Josh were out here, Donaldo was talking like he wanted to start hiking, and I was like, dude, get a hold of fucking Tony, like yeah, man. he's taking it serious. So oh, uh, next time you go, shoot that shoot that clown a text and see if he'll go with you. Yeah, absolutely. I'll just keep him uh keep him away from me so so he's not asking me questions about the movies. He's trying to right. cheat. Then don't let him take his don't let him take his feet off. He's got their shoes. Don't let him take his feet off. Don't let him take his don't let him take his shoes off. He's got terrible, terrible foot deodorant. Terrible foot odor. Foot deodorant. I told you. Harley's done. I'm out of it. Just don't let him take his feet off because he's got bad feet deodorant. Uh, I think Harley, you win. You have the best record for titles of the podcast. It's a foot deodorant. So. <laughs> deodorant. That's not a bad idea, though, right? Where you just like one coat on your foot and put your shoe. Yeah, that's well, true, I, got, right? I got the all the odor eaters that one oh, year. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, that's it. I'm I'm done with my make- weekend. What, what about y'all? Uh, I'll let me go because Fonzo's got sort of the most um, yeah. entertaining. Uh, I don't think we did anything. Uh, what did we do? Fuck. 
uh, hung out. Weather was nice. Uh, oh, we had to go down to the Dunsmer house and uh, do some maintenance on the uh, the house, and then uh, did some pole saw. Pole saw. Anybody ever use a pole saw before? Nice. The motherfuckers are fun, right? You get this big, like a chainsaw at the end of a long pole, and you're cutting cutting oh, branches shit. off a tree. Like that shit. Oh, that's what fun. that is. Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's good. It's good times. I got an electric one. It works really well. Huh. Um, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, nothing. Just uh, chilling around the house. Um, yeah, nothing. Fonzo. Yeah, uh, let's see. Yeah, you. Yeah, well, this weekend, this past was um, Halloween, 40 years of terror. They've done it since the 25 years, since the 30 years, the 35 years, now the 40 years. This is my first time going. I missed out on the 35. Um, it's, it's, it's always being held at Pasadena Convention Center because a lot of the filming locations for the original Halloween, the 1978 Halloween, was filmed in Pasadena. So it's cool to have it at the Pasadena Convention Center. And it was 40 years, and they get cast and crews from parts one all the way to the Rob Zombie sequels to the new one now. So it's like, what, uh, we got nine, I don't know, one, two, three. Yeah, there's a ton four, of them. Five, yeah, six, and then... I did some Wikipediaing on the Halloween franchise and how, you know, several of the movies kind of don't... Um, aren't direct sequels, obviously the third one, which is interesting... But then they kind of go back. I think it's like episode five and six are direct sequels to one and two, but they kind of uh, ignore three, four, five, and six or something like that. Like it's it's an interesting uh, uh, yeah, story. it's interesting timeline and different. Yeah. So when the new one says "fuck all those" and they retcon all those, and it's a direct sequel from the first one. So if you've seen the first one, you can go straight into the new one, um, which comes out this weekend. Um, yeah, so it was the 40th, and uh, we, me and my friends, we got VIP passes, and uh, they got us in an hour early access on Saturday. We got a free T-shirt of the event with a cool design, and we got a pin with that, like an enamel pin with the same design, and a little 11 by 17 poster of that one, which is pretty cool. Um, the one hour it really helped on... Oh, before that, actually, um, another perk from VIP was we got a screening of the movie on Friday night, the night before, and that night... It was fucking raining. We had a lot of thunder and lightning. I guess remember it yeah, never rains here in California. Right. Other people in the East Coast was like, "What's going on here?" Man, I think you guys brought that rain out here because this shit never happens out here. <laughs> it was major winds and lightning and thunder. And we were sending videos on our phone. I mean, this shit was like loud and I cover like one video she had like the whole sky just went white. It was it was it was gnarly. So um so yeah, we got a little bit of rain that Friday night. We went to go see the movie, and um so I didn't review the movie yet on this week's show because it comes out next week and I want to watch it again because there's some problems that there's some things I have maybe issues with or I just want to make sure if I get my full review that I want to watch it again. I might have dozed off a little bit because it was midnight. It was pretty late. Um, we were stuck in traffic like four hours to get there because we left kind of late. So that, that also sucked. Um, but then that, we got to see the movie in Vance. It was cool. Malik Akkad, the producer, who his father helped produce like, the very first couple ones. And then uh, his son took over because, dude, that dude died like at a, he was like at a family wedding with like, his niece or his daughter and got, they got in a terrible like bombing accident on like, Syria or some shit. It's tragic. It's pretty crazy. He looked up his Mustafa Akkad's uh, life. 
And uh, so yeah, now his son's um, taking over, and he had a, he presented the movie in the beginning, so that was really neat. And then on Saturdays when the event started, so we went there. Um, like I said, they got actors from the first one. They got the first Michael Myers in the castle, which uh, in the script that he's always been called the Shape. And uh, if you look at all the other franchises too, Harley, there's different stories where Tommy Lee Wallace plays him as the Michael Myers that burst through the closet and was trying to get Jamie Lee Curtis. And there's a different Michael Myers, a different person, another stuntman that plays when he falls off the balcony. So it's kind of funny. Like if you're a really Halloween nerd, you do, you know, you seek out like all the knowledge and all the, you know, like, oh, you played him in this part. You played him in this part. You know, when you sign my poster, you sign this poster, right? Um, but yeah. And then my friends Christian and Chris and his girlfriend and Chris's uh, girlfriend Amy was there. I stayed with my buddy Scott and Liz. They got a hotel right at the Sheraton, which is right next to the convention, which was awesome. We could load our stuff off and come back and it was just the best. And, Free breakfast every morning, free appetizers from like seven to eight. So that was also we got free, you know, just fucking chat on appetizers. But it needed, and we're good. Same with breakfast. I get up early. I got up at seven, went in the in the suite, the club. Nobody was there. I'm like perfect. It's in the eating breakfast in the morning. Pretty much filled me up for the rest of the day, which was awesome. And you know, just like a, it's like a was same where Monster Blues is being held, but it's just a lot smaller because they said a lot of vendors, but it just was really, it was just like, was just like tight. I don't know. It's just. Same location. I recorded a whole. I just po- uploaded my YouTube video today, so if you guys want to see like all the major stuff, it's on there. It was like hour long, an hour and eighteen eight minute long video. <laughs> I realized how much footage I got. It was insane oh, wow. when I put it all together. Yeah. So got my uh ho- my uh, lobby poster that Jason Emerson did. Uh, my Mondo poster. I got almost everybody I wanted to get signatures on. So it looks gorgeous now with all the signatures on it. Can't believe it. Met Dean Cundy, the fucking DP of the DPs, who's worked on Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, Halloween, oh, wow. the thing, like any person's top ten movies of all time. He's he's the director of photography in it, nice. so that was amazing. Yeah, what were you gonna say? I, was, I like that picture of you and Tom Atkins. That's fucking. Oh, that was a so, really that was a really nice picture. Well, that's I'll get to that in a second. Yeah, so that was on Sunday. Um, another VIP perks where they asked you if you wanted to do. Um, she wanted to take a picture at the same bar that was Tom Atkins was in season of the witch Halloween three. And it's in Santa Madre. I was here. Madre. Where's what's it called? I'm trying to remember if they named it at the city of this actual city where it's at. It's called, it's a Buccaneer bar. And that's where it was. And uh, yeah, I remember when I saw that you get a, like a pint, like you get like a glass with his face on it. It says Atkins. And you get to, and he's in the same spot. He was, he hadn't, he hadn't been there since he filmed the movie. So here he is sitting there in the bar. Wow. He, he said next to him, you get to take a picture of the same bar he was in in season three of The Witch. And so it's, it's, it's fucking, it's crazy. When they announced that, that it sold out immediately. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to do that. That's an experience. People from, from all over. I met so many cool people from Boston, from Jersey, from, we just kept running into each other, you know, in the hotel lobby or at the convention. Having a good time, having a good time. Yeah, what are you doing? Dropping off my potion, coming back, getting more. Cool, right on. We'll see you again. Just the nicest people, man. You like, you know, it's funny, like how um, horror uh, uh, fanatics fans are just like the nicest people. They're all like black shirts, tatted up, but they're just like the nicest people. Like, sweet, that, that's, that's oh yeah, one part of my video, this guy Anthony Landry that I met, who's a big wrestling fan too, who started talking wrestling, which is another funny thing. Where if you're a wrestling fan, you're a horror fan. I don't know, it's just kind of funny. But he's he's doing he did like a mini tour guide because um, he on Friday they did a tour guide for like eight hours where they took you to filming locations of all the Halloween movies. So that was another package you could have done. But since we lived here, I've done them already, and I've been to those house places. In fact, Tony went with me, a couple of them, so that was cool. Um, so that, a lot of people that were from the East Coast, they got to do that, so that was really neat. And um, 
so yeah, just uh, met, you know, um, a bunch of cast members. I met uh, Donna Karen, who was a Jamie Lee Curtis' stunt double. Um, and she was signing for free, so I got her to sign my True Lies. And in fact, I had I brought my Bad Boys DVD because that's where I really got excited. I thought she did Bad Boys, and it says on IMDb she did Bad Boys one. But when I brought the DVD, she said she was in part two. So I don't know if she forgot or what. But I was like, damn, I wanted to ask her about mm-hmm. Bad Boys, you know? So I'm like, but it's funny enough, she played the rape victim in Robocop. Do you know what? Do you know that scene? Remember that part? Rape victim. Yeah, where those two thugs got the one chick, and Robocop is like. He tells us, oh, she, the would be rape victim. Yes. It just says yeah. rape victim on IMDb. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know what but, you're talking about. Yeah. 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 She played her. Yeah. So my buddy goes up to her and uh, he goes, uh, Hey, I'm just curious. Did you ever call that rape crisis hotline number? The Robocop bitches, you know, the video. She got a big <laughs> kick out of that. She got, she, she, she chuckled on that. It was really, funny. it was a great, perfect icebreaker. She laughed. Nice. She told a lot of stories about it. She, like those guys were so nice. We went back, started drinking bourbon. She was so cool. Um, uh, people, I was asking her if she she did any of that Jamie Lee Curtis dance true life. She goes, no, that was all her. Um, um, uh, nine months shoot for True Lies. She was like, oh yeah, I was breastfeeding my kid the whole time making that movie. That was such a fun time. But she really had a fun time making Robocop. She said the Peter was pretty. Right yeah, but that was really cool. Just saying stories like that, you know, you talk to the actors and you and you, and you get to um, these stories. It's really cool. A lot of cool vendors, some exclusive stuff. One of the biggest ones was this. Another Jason Edmondson poster where he had done one before where uh, Jason burst into the closet. So now it's his companion piece. It's the, it's from the other perspective. It's from um, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Lord Strode, looking up at him when uh, she stabs him with a wire hanger. He drops the butcher knife. She picks it up and she's holding it up to him. She's frightened. That motherfucker, that, that was the, the, the buzz all before the convention was like, dude, this poster is amazing. You gotta look, you gotta get it. If you look up on, uh, on eBay, how much it's going for, it's pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was like everybody was lined up for that. So, so luckily for VIP, we got an hour early. The majority of that was standing in line for that. I was lucky enough to get one. So, uh, I was, I was through the moon. I was excited because the first, the first one goes for like 2000 right now. I just looked on eBay. It's, it's going for 2000. It's Jesus. It's that is insane. Not even signed. It's just, just signed by the artist. Jason Emerson is so cool. He's from Canada. He does a bunch of, he has this new line where it's called Eyes Without Face and it's a bunch of, movie characters and, and it's just their eyes and that does really well for him it's insane so but he's super cool um bunch of other artists who were around next to him gary Pullen, who does a lot of uh, um, album covers i mean they're all friends or they're all from the same area i was talking to this other artist vance kelly you look up his artwork on in, um, instagram he's amazing too he does posters for hero complex gallery and they're coming up with some amazing prints as well so it's them mondo gary Pullen, jason emiston matt Matt Tobin Ryan or Matt Ryan, so it's one of those three like that. But those three artists, um, all like from Ontario, are from the same. The dancers tell me, I don't know what's in the water from Canada or what, but those guys all like, are from the same area and they're all amazing artists. It's insane. I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty incredible. But the whole convention was put up by Horrorhound and Sean Clark, who has a lot of the clients, um, like Nick Castle from, like I said, the main Michael Myers, the shape, and um, and uh, yeah, man, I just had fun with my friends and meeting new friends there, which was amazing. Um, getting talked to some of the subs. One of the one of the girls, the girl that played Judith Myers and Johnson's was her first convention. I go up to her table, and the handler's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, we're not signing Halloween stuff today." And I'm just like, and "I'm like, oh, okay, they're they're fucking with me. I'm like, cool, I'm gonna play along." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'm sorry. All right." And I walk away. I put my head down. I'm all sad. They're like, "No, no, 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 we're just kidding. We're kidding." Oh my god, your face was priceless. I'm like, "No, it's I, I get it. It's fine. Okay, I'm walking." So I start walking away. Like, oh no, we're kidding. I'm like. 
yeah, now you don't get money from You know what I mean? I was like, okay. Mm. They came back like, oh my God, your face is priceless. And it just was a cool icebreaker with her. She was just so nice. It was her first convention. I'm told if she's having fun and she's like, oh, I'm having the best time. I'm like, that's cool, man. You know, us horror fans, man, we're dedicated. You know, we, we, we want to meet everybody. We want everyone to sign on our posters. Album. I didn't think, you know, all our stuff, like it's, it's not complete if, you know, I mean, even though you're only in it for a little bit, like your name, Judith Myers, it's just synonymous with the franchise and it's brought up. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I mean, it's, like I said, if I could always be in a horror movie and I'm in it for like 15 minutes, that's my claim to fame. I'd be cool, you know, mm. which was crazy too. Next to the convention, they were filming America's Got Talent and Howie Mandel was just chilling outside. So at one point when we're coming out of the hotel, I hear my friend, I hear this guy, Devin, who does amazing artwork too. Um, he's like, Devin, he's like, he's like, Howie, Howie. I'm like, oh shit, Howie Mandel, they must be taking pictures. So we run out there and his claim to fame in horror movies, if you tie in with him, is uh, the voice of Gizmo and Gremlins. Oh, that's right. So he's out there. Yeah, 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 and you know he's—I don't know if you guys know this, but he's a big German Germanophobe, so he don't shake hands. Yeah, I've but, heard of that before. Yeah, yeah. and it, sure enough, one guy would try to shake his hand. He goes, "Oh, he goes, I don't do that," and he threw the fist up. And he, oh, okay, fist bumps him, and uh, he gets a picture with two of the guys. And I'm like, he's about to leave. I'm like, oh, Mister, can I get a picture real quick? And I just turn my phone around real quick. You know, if you already have it set up, you know, you just got to lean in. And uh, he pointed at my phone and got a picture. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Because before, right before I got to him, he's like. I'm part of the Halloween convention. He's just kind of, I guess he was asking what's going on out here. It's just kind of laughing. I mean, he was in Little Monsters. You remember that movie too? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but if everyone knows, and any horror fan knows, he's the voice of Gizmo. Because the security around, the security guards around him, were, he's, he's signing the Gizmo action figure for my friend Devin, who was, who was fucking smart enough to run into the convention, buy a Gremlins action figure, and come back out and have him sign it. It was amazing. <laughs> in fact, his phone screensaver was Gizmo. So he's a huge fan. And he goes, dude, Howie Mandel, he's like impossible to get. This was a, this is amazing. Come on, I'm like really? I'm like, he's like yes. So the fact that he, so while he's signing the his Gizmo fucking toy, he did the voice, and he just fucking almost flipped out. He almost oh, fell. He said, "His security cool. guards are like, he's like, they're all, what the fuck? How, what are you signing that for?" He goes, "That's me. I'm Gizmo." I'm like, "What? That's me?" He's like, "That's me." And he starts signing it, and they did the voice, and like I said, the, they fucking flipped out, and I'm like. Like only horror nerds and no shit like that. You know, people around him were like, uh, what? Like, it, it was just kind of funny. So that was kind of neat that he came out and did that. That's cool. So then on Sunday night, the last part of the convention, we, um, they got on a, got on a bus. They drove us to some familiar locations from Return of Living Dead 2, The Fog, like I said, Invasion of Body Snatchers. And then after that, we're going to the bar, have some drinks with the man himself, fucking Tom Atkins. And, uh, at the same fucking bar, same look, you know, same seat as he was. And that was, a, that was a fucking treat. Other people I've met from, uh, on at the convention, like a lot of their Facebook posts, their main picture now is of him with Tom Atkins. Um, so I'm glad you like that picture because it's fun to have yeah. one that glass. And I was just geeking out because you know, just rewatching that movie just recently. I'm looking at it. And I'm like, fuck. And I even and part of the video, I'm with my, I, I talked to my friend Chris. I'm like, dude, we're at the fucking bar with Tom Atkins. He's standing right there at the bar from Season of the Witch. It's fucking insane, you know. And it's it's kind of like the one movie that didn't do it so well at the first time because Mer- um, Michael Myers is not in the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. So it got kind of, well, we talked about this before. So they want to do like an anthology. So, but now it's like a cult class that people love it. So, um, that's what, that's why the fourth one's called Return from Michael. Um, yeah, but no, I had so much fun, man. I, I, uh, ah, dude, I, like I said, just meeting a bunch of new people was so cool. Like I said, they were so nice, man. I'm like, man, like they're all like, man, if you ever come down here, man, hit us up, man. Like definitely hit us up. Like, man, I would love to go do conventions out there, man, because they get guests that we never get out here, you know? So, and um, yeah, they were just, every time we run into each other in the lobby, like I said, they were just saying hi and talking. And 
different times like the movie is talk and just oh, oh it was just awesome and like i said hanging out with the friends and just recording all that stuff and they say you know just watch the you know if you have a chance watch the video and uh it's kind of long watching pieces you know um but yeah, yeah well, you gotta edit it up i did dude i hit a lot of it hit it hit the chopping the floor oh I interesting floor, oh yeah i had to cut off a lot like a big part of the panel um um you know, a lot of the signa- like a lot of signatures, I like, had key, but a lot of like just me roaming around the floor. I wanted to capture people for people that couldn't go. I kind of wanted to capture the floor just to show them, you know. So I try to I try to be mindful of people that couldn't go. They'd love seeing that kind of stuff. I've always tried to film like what people want to see, you know. So a lot of mm-hmm. stuff, you know, meeting the celebs, people like to watch those. So I try to do a lot of that stuff. Try to get a lot of the floor. So oh, but there was this one guy I wanted uh, since you guys are all bringing back to technology. And, shit that you guys will be really interested about this guy had like a little wand that holds the phone it's got this gyro fucking thing where it holds the phone still every time so it's, it's like Bluetooth. a it's like a selfie stick with a but it's just on a wand it's just so so much smaller it's right in front of you so you hit you hit record and it's bluetooth so it all may record but then so when he tilts to the left the camera still stays still he tilts to the right like if, you know like if you're, say you're riding a motorcycle you know so my, my hands like in the handlebar motion so he holds it like that and it's still still so no matter how you move and you're recording, you come up and down, up and down, the phone stays still. It's got this cool gyro thing. I forget, he told me the name of it. If you look it up, it's badass. I'm like, damn, that's the next level shit right there. I'm like, that'd be pretty cool. You guys ever seen those? Mm-mm. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard of them. You say, you know what it's called, Tony? I've, I can't the remember. The name is just different models. Ryan, but... but you've seen them though, right? Yeah, I've definitely seen them. They're badass, huh? Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I figured you'd uh, figure, if you think that if you see if Harley, if you see one on Slick deals, let me know. <laughs> hmm. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, I had so much fun. So yeah, that was my that was my weekend. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So uh yeah, I think that's gonna conclude episode four twenty five of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're just randomly ranting all things movies. Pretty much foot foot deodorant's gotta be the title. I can't imagine that. Uh, I think <laughs> <laughs> there are quite a few winners tonight. Yeah, because after hardly because at the end of the whole weekend, man, I was excited. I had to take my feet off and just put them up, and had to rest. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. deodorize them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I put them up, I had to deodorize them. It's a lot of walking. You know? you get, there you it, go. So yeah, um, yeah, hardly falling asleep. We got to get going. I mean, your bad boy falling asleep. We ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.